0: All right, man. I'm ready when you are. All right, let's get this going.
1: Up. So you qualify. Oh, yeah. I got the perfect song for the kids to sing. And all my people that's drug dealing just to get by. Let's go. Stack your money. Happy birthday, Kanye. I- Supposed to make it past twenty-five. Jokes on you, we still alive. Throw your hands up in the yeah! sky. And say, well, we the the in juice. If this is your first time here And this, you are about to experience something so cold. Let's go. I had nothing handed, took nothing for granted. It took nothing from no man. Man, I'm my own man. But as a shorty, I looked up to the dope, man. Only a dope, man. I knew that wasn't broke, man. It's a toast, man. Cause this summer they ain't finna stay, next summer I'm finna Where the in the hood it's like a union college it, Let's go Little Trey scholarship Cause ain't no to wish Happy Saturday ambition And ain't no loans <laughs> for in your ass at home So we forced to sell crack back and get a job but You gotta do something and your ass is wrong Doing <laughs> just to it by your money till they I miss
2: this kind I miss this Kanye <laughs>
1: All right. Feeling better than some head on a Sunday afternoon. Better than a chick that say yes too soon. Oh, you yeah. have a daughter, that's what I call calming. You pray to God she don't grow. Breast too soon. Projects toe up, gang signs thrown up. Niggas hats broke off, that's how we grow up. Why don't you think shorties right mind just to blow up? Get they first car on I arrest show up. He ain't never had shit, but he had that nine. Happy Saturday. thinking and he had that shine.
2: Put two and two together
1: laying a little bad weather Gon' be your whole family On that funeral line That's the rebbin' was the strip clubs cool If my tips help send a pretty girl through school That's all I want like Wilders want they good whiskey I ain't in the clan But I brought my hood with me too so let's, let's go Became the hood favorite I can't even explain it I surprised myself too Life of a dawn Like Happy birthday to a legend In the club with that fresh shit on With something crazy on my arm um, uh uh-uh. uh And here's another hit, baby, We out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. The gems and juice. Fresh off the plane Konichiwa victors turn around Another plane My passport on pivot As for it, I did it That asshole done did it Talked it Then he lived it Spit it Then he shit it I don't need right to this I might bounce ideas Let's go But only I can come up With some shit like this I played the underdog My whole career I've been a very good sport Haven't I this year They say going crazy And we seen this before But I'm doing pretty good As far as geniuses go Let's go And I'm doing pretty good in my pink polo, nigga please, how you gon' say I ain't no low head, cause my D4 got me mowed my dough head, I'm insulted, you should go ahead, I'm in the Kanye mood, let's go. Please hit your forehead, and the flow just hit cold red, top five MCs, you ain't gotta remind me, top five MCs, you gotta rewind me, I'm high up on the line, you could get me Baby, don't worry about it don't even think about it You worry about the wrong things, the wrong things You worry about the wrong things Happy Saturday, let's clean up, let's go things. You worry about the wrong things, the wrong oh, things yeah. You worry about the wrong things, the wrong things Tell me right now, you really want to spend your whole life alone a little time out might be you good, might be what's good for me, let's go. Cause I can make it good, I can make it hood, I can make it come, I can make it go. I can make it high, I can make it fly, make it touch the sky, hey.
2: Shout out to the day one supporters.
1: All of the time, you be up in my ticket, to my cell phone, baby, no. You wanna kill the vibe on another night, here's another vibe. oh. Here we go, here we go, baby. Don't worry about it, Baby. Yeah. In a chances, the devil dances a I'm not playing tonight to the call of autumn Happy Saturday oh, <laughs> for the love of falling. get caught with 30 rocks, the cop look like Alec Ball and inner century anthems, oh, based yeah. off inner city tantrums, based off the way we was branded face it, Jerome get more time than Brandon, and at the airport, they check all through my bag, and tell me that it's random, but we we'll stay winning, this week has been a bad massage, I need a happy ending, ending, and a new beginning, and a new fitted, and some job opportunities is lucrative, just the real world, homie, school finished, they stole your dreams, you don't know who
2: did, shout out to our teachers, school is
0: finished,
1: I won't be satisfied to all my niggas, get, it. get
2: <laughs> let's get it, happy birthday, to a legend Kanye West I feel like we spend a lot of time tearing them apart as we should at times because he said some crazy stuff but I think it's good to appreciate some of the great stuff he did and all of those joints were from his first four I want to say his first four or five albums so it's 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 good to go back during that time instead of thinking about all the all the um, fuck shit he been doing so shout out to Kanye West man
0: yeah shout out to Kanye man happy birthday to Kanye 44 years old freshly divorced with a new, new supermodel ting on his arm apparently
3: <laughs> living
0: his life man I guess he's doing well um I ain't heard him tweet in a while usually when he tweet that mean a new album coming so I ain't seen yeah. no tweets in a minute maybe he's still recording. I don't know <laughs> but uh yeah man uh Happy birthday to him. He's doing his thing now. I've been keeping, I guess because of the uh, whole Kim Kardashian, I guess the final season of Keeping Up With The Kardashians is on. I feel like it's been
2: the final season for the past five years, man.
0: I feel like it too, but apparently this is the real (laughs) final season. (laughs) And I didn't realize it's been going on for 20 seasons. There's no way this show was 20 years old. So I'm guessing they've had like three seasons in one year at one point.
2: It might be twenty. So there was around 01?
0: There's what? no wait. When did the sex the sex tape didn't even come out to like two thousand. I was in fucking
2: yeah. I was in fucking what foo Yeah, I was in sixth grade.
0: No, I gotta look that's, this up. That's
2: crazy. Twenty years ago was um uh, what two thousand one.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, when when did Keeping Up with the Kardashians start?
2: Bad. I, I, I
0: google says it started in 2007 and yet there were 20 seasons that is so crazy. i guess they had several so that's cheat
2: code pretty much
0: basically yeah
2: so that's like recording three pot that's like record three podcasts <laughs> in a week
0: <laughs>
2: or, or how or this this my i'm, I'm sorry i'm going on the tangent but this is oh, like man. for the um the i Heart radio awards or i Heart awards where the section they got the best podcast and the Breakfast Club wins.
0: That's
3: a
2: that's a fucking morning show, man. That's yes. not a podcast. So and I guess by default is considered a podcast, technically. But yeah, I think that's what this is. two thousand seven. How you get twenty seasons by <laughs> then?
0: Man, I don't even know. But uh it is apparently ending Uh, (laughs) also I just saw today that Kanye has unfollowed Kim Kardashian and all of the Kardashians on social media Mm. there were clips of Kim crying about the relationship talking about how she feels like a failure because it didn't work out it's like her third marriage that's failed now so I don't know she's I'll admit I kind of felt bad seeing that
2: clip I I I did too man a lot of people a lot of people was clowning and all that stuff she actually tried in this one Because she could have been gone. She could have said, you know what? This ain't worth it. I could get somebody else. She stuck around. She, you know, he went through the whole, um, the religious phase. I think he's still there. She stuck around there. She could have bounced. So, yeah, no, I I feel bad for it. It, I don't, I don't wish that on nobody. I don't want to know what it feels like to go through a divorce or a bad relationship like that, but I I feel for it, man. I don't wish that on nobody. (laughs)
0: And if you think about it, because I, I usually hold the woman accountable when she's the one who changes in relationship. And but but in this case, I feel like Kanye's the one who changed. Kanye in the beginning was the one who was fame hungry and obsessed. He pursued Kim Kardashian. He's the one who wanted that rich, extravagant Hollywood lifestyle. Yeah. And now he moved to Wyoming and wants to open a church and be like a pastor, be super religious now. Yeah. So I mean that's really on him yeah. if he wanted to change his whole life direction. Not her, because she's still the same person she always been, in my eyes. Yeah. So. He
2: wanted her to cover up and all his other yeah. stuff. That was never you, her.
0: You knew who you married, man. Yeah. But.
2: And to her credit, she did cover up at some at some points. But it's like, damn, like she doing that she pretty much she trying, man. Mm. You can at least give her that. She trying. And um, yeah, it just didn't work out.
0: Apparently, he was mad because she was still putting like half naked pictures on Instagram. But what did you think was gonna happen, man? You yeah. married Kim Kardashian, dog, but whatever. Yeah.
2: At that point, you just got, I mean, if you Kanye, you gotta, I guess, if you really don't feel comfortable, you have to move on, I guess. Mm. But that's who you married, that's not her yeah. fault.
0: Exactly. He he knew who she was, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> happy birthday to the legends, to musical legend. I won't say legend legend because I'm not going to put him up there with motherfuckers. Some people think Kanye is really like Jesus. Like no, some it, people it really think he is a, a prophet. Some people think he's a genius. Uh, I think he's a musical genius, maybe. I'm not gonna put him up there with the social geniuses of the world. I'm not gonna say even Martin or Malcolm.
2: Oh no, nah, no, nah. Stric- strictly music. Like <laughs> I, honestly, I don't give a damn what he do outside of music.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: as far as everything that had to do with music, I think he is very important, man. He changed a lot. He, you know, like I said, I played from his, I played music from his first album until his his last greatest album, in my opinion, which was the My Twisted Dark. Black Fantasy, whatever the name of the yeah. album is. And um, you could just hear the growth. We talked about it before. You can actually hear how he started and, you know, how he ended as far as, like, music. And um I, th- I think you got to put him up there, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's up there. No matter how you feel about him personally, you can't deny the impact he's had on music. So yeah. happy birthday, Kanye West, man. I'm sure he's <laughs> doing well.
2: How do you feel about um, Lil Wayne the Carter Three? Because that was the, I, that was the 15 year anniversary um, this week was the 15 year anniversary for that. I want to say.
0: How do I? feel I didn't like it when it came out, really, and I still don't like it today.
2: Yeah, I tried to listen to it. It's a lot of poppy type music on there. Where I'm just like, ah, this don't sound like Carter Two or Carter One. So um, I, I tried to listen to it to see how it aged. The the only song I like on there a lot is the one with baby say with babyface.
0: <laughs> Wait, not not Miss Officer. Wait, no, that's Bobby that, Valentine. That, that, which yeah. one? Which one is with babyface? I already forgot uh, which one that was. Oh, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. That shit was cold. That shit was cold.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. What's you call it? Uh, shit. Um, Kanye West he produced that song too. Yeah, it was. That was a really good song.
0: That was. I actually did like that song a lot. I still like that song today. But no, that, uh, that album was a disappointment. Yeah. People act like that was his class because it was so anticipated. Everybody acted like it was the the one of the biggest albums. Man, going, going from Carter 2 to Carter 3 was like Jay-Z going from Reasonable Doubt to Blueprint, to Blueprint 3.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I agree.
0: Or Magna Carter, Holy Grail, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it just... It, it wasn't it, man. Lyrically, it was lazy, yeah. but this song, this song still rides, man. This song still cold. This song aged well too. Yeah, did.
1: Yeah, to the left, to the left. you wanna leave, my You to
2: Well, okay, I put you out. On you. Man, they did their yep. thing on this song, man.
0: They did.
2: Babyface, it, like it's hard to get babyface on something. He got Babyface on there And he ain't even cuss on this song That's the crazy part about it
0: Yeah So you He knew better You couldn't yeah. play with Babyface man Yeah <laughs> Know that vulgar shit Know that eating pussy Bullshit On the Babyface song man he, he knew his lane He got to yeah. stay in it
4: <laughs> Yeah man This song is so
0: Produced
2: by Kanye. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a people talk shit about that era of rapping. And, and there was a lot of bullshit out in that era. But honestly, man, it, it wasn't as bad as people said it was. Like there was a lot of good music that came out during that
2: era. Yeah, but. people just focus on the main shit that because if you put in Pandora 2000s music, you're gonna get mm-hmm. the Lil' John, um, Yin Yang, Yang Twins, the yeah. Quans. you're gonna get that type of shit. But it was really some good music during that time, man. It was. It's just being covered up by the Jaquans and the, the uh, uh, what's the, uh, Right There and all that shit.
0: Oh, Chingy. Chingy, yeah. yeah it's, it's just being covered <laughs> up with
2: that type of shit. But yeah. it was really some good music, man. <laughs>
0: A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I'll look on that era fondly. It
2: it was a fun era, man. (laughs) It
0: was, man. It was a hundred percent. But we got to go back to the here and now, man. And and Jay Prince introduced a podcast real quick. The gems and juice. We are back at it, man. We got to go back to the future. (laughs) We got to come back to the present and talk about uh, there were some good big releases here. It was a big, big week for music, big week for hip hop this week a lot of new stuff came out um one a very anticipated album from a currently reunited group that many think fell off maybe potentially possibly i don't know we'll <laughs> talk about that in a minute man first off wellness check figgy how you been bro how you been holding up
2: man i've been holding up pretty good i'm i'm great it's been a cool week um i feel like it's summer break officially now i don't know why yep but it's just got that summer break type of feel. It's getting hot outside muggy Mm -hmm. so yeah it's everything been cool man i've been hanging in there what about you all
0: right i'm good dog i'm good man just been hanging out chilling getting hot like you said shit and and, and, oh yeah i forgot to say we do have a uh, special guest coming on later as well winter from black lux if you follow the youtube like you should you probably already heard this interview, but it's going to be a director's cup, man. We're going to add in some things that we didn't actually record on video. So, uh, yeah, listen to that in full. Good conversation with Winter. Uh, Bring back. What a bro knows. bringing back. Some relationship things and talking to her about some freak shit. So I think y'all going to enjoy that out yeah. there.
2: Yeah. Shout out to uh, National Sex Day.
0: National Sex Day was six, nine, <laughs> which I didn't even know until. It was a promotion <laughs> thing that was brought to my attention So I'm like okay but yeah, yeah, you Check know, it out on YouTube yeah, You know
2: how I found out that day was National Sex Day I googled when was National Sex Day yeah, and It was two different days it, One day was like more of the You know everyone wrap up type thing mm-hmm. Like an educational thing And the other one was just June 9th And I ain't understand I'm like June 9th I'm like okay and I thought about it. I'm like, oh, six, nine. I'm like, oh, like that the most overrated.
0: <laughs> yeah, position of all time, basically. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, people think you a freak just because you say the word six, nine, the letter, yeah. the number six, nine. It's
0: just like, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and it, it holds less relevance now that everything has a day. Like yeah. we got National Pancake Day, National mm-hmm rub your feet with salt day like yeah. it's goofy Na- shit every day is some kind of national something. national blowjob day, no blow job day. <laughs> right it's taking a blowjob day on some march like what the fuck <laughs> so some goofy shit out there man so yeah. but yeah it's, check that interview out on youtube you're gonna hear it here as well uh so yeah peep that shout out to winter at black lux check that out for all your your freak needs man i'm telling y'all it's getting mm-hmm. heated out there pandemic is ended outside is open. It's time for people to get your freak on. Birth rates gotta get back up. Mm-hmm. Niggas been slagging. <laughs> we gotta have more babies in the world, man. So y'all get to work. Yep. <laughs> uh so without further ado, man, it is time to talk about new releases. We got some big ones, like we told you. And we're gonna start off with probably the most anticipated one, man. Now I gotta set the scenario because people have been talking. I, I've, the Migos are back, man. The Migos <laughs> are back. They finally dropped Culture Three, and amid some, I, I want to say this is probably—I I don't want to say this is like their lowest career point, but in terms of public opinion, I yeah. feel like the tide has shifted away from viewing them favorably.
2: Yeah, they—they kind of—they kind of, uh, I guess, moved over towards the OG lane. If yes, that, if that make any sense, because their type of style is not really hot right now. Only they, you know, I know they started this style pretty much, but it's a whole different style now. So whenever they drop something, it's kind of like, all right, yeah, you know, that was way back in 2015 or 2014. So they kind of more the OGs now.
0: Kind of. I don't know if they've accepted that role, but they've kind of been forced into that role um there's been jokes about qc moving all the marketing budget to little baby <laughs> and now they can't afford no promotion for this album so they got quavo going on first take to talk to kendrick perkins
2: yeah <laughs>
0: i've seen Nat said i've seen them talking and you know they fell off ever since they started rapping about taco tuesday and shit remember that
2: oh yeah oh uh, then it's the like, wendy's
0: commercial Wendy's commercials bag and all this stuff. Alert!
2: Major bag <laughs> alert! <laughs> Which was, yeah. that, uh, by the way, that was excellent by Wendy's part, man, because that shit is fucking catchy.
0: <laughs> I hate that commercial, man. I, 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 hate, hate. <laughs> I hate, I hate that. it too. But you know it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember that, it? <laughs> that that just really reminded me how corny Migos has gotten, man. Remember, because it, it seems like it was so long ago now that Migos were like how people view NBA young boy now. Yes. with What people thought of Migos back in the day, man, yeah. like they were on fire and could not be stopped. Everything they dropped was gold though. That series of mixtapes they dropped, but now it is 2021 <laughs> uh, culture three after like a year of promo and saying it was going to drop. I'm guessing it got pushed back because of COVID like everything did, but it finally dropped just in time for summer. It is about how long is it? Too long. Now well, <laughs> that's actually not for today's standard. The track list is not that it was, bad. It was 19 hour, fi- songs. It
2: was hour 15.
0: Yes. And that will, but it felt long for yeah. reasons I'll get into when I talk about it. Yeah. But it had a lot of features. It had Drake on it, Cardi B, Future, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Which was kind of surprising. Juice World, Pop Smoke. And NBA Young Boy, like I just said before, that, that song is old, but hey, it was still on there, so it counts. Yeah. Anyway, Figgy, we're going to start with you, man. We're going <laughs> to put it on you. It's time for you to decide, have the Migos fallen off or are they back officially?
2: Uh, all right, so I'm going to say I think they're back. I think they're back, man. I, Whoa. I, I think so, man. I enjoyed this album, man, a lot. I, I actually listened to it twice. I kind of went into it with no expectations. I was like, ah, you know, I think that's it because we heard um, culture too, and it was just meh. <laughs> it it just had some of the the big bangers on there, but that was it. Um, this album, it it was cool. I was really surprised with the first song, uh, Avalanche, what the Papa was a Rolling Stone sample. So that kind of got me in a little bit. I'm like, okay, they doing some, they doing something different. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, we talked about it before how rappers are starting to, you know, sample again. And uh, I was really impressed with that. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I like that joint. Uh, I was really excited to hear Migos and Drake because I feel like they always make some good joints together. This one I kind of didn't care for, man. I, I really didn't like the hook. The hook was kind of strange, and uh, I don't like how he. I know he probably don't look at this as a disrespect. Shout out to Drake, but I don't like how he uh, labeled Takeoff as the third Migo. <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe that could have been petty. Maybe he was just rhyming. But like, nah. Like I'm, I'm tired of Takeoff getting disrespected like that, man. Like, nah. Don't. Yeah, he gonna say do like the third Migo take. Uh, I
0: take like the third Migo. I take. Yeah, I got to listen to. Maybe there was a deeper meaning into what he was saying. I didn't really get what the fuck that was supposed to mean. But okay, maybe it flew over my head.
2: Yeah, I don't like him putting them out there like as the third Migo. Yeah, I I, I ain't like that. But the song it was cool, but I probably wouldn't go back to it. Um, Straightening. I know we 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 broke that song down before and. I don't like that. the song sound better on the album together like that I th- I, so I, at first i thought it was just a regular song that would come and go but um this song actually do bump a little bit so um i'm actually okay with that song now um type shit i, I was cool i was good with type shit but um i don't know if i'm fatigued on cardi B. <laughs> It's just, some like, her verses don't really move me. Before, whenever she dropped, like, a single or she she's on a feature, it seemed like the world somewhat... I ain't gonna say the world stopped, but people gotta stop what they're doing to hear Cardi B. Now it's not really like that, man. She was on DJ Khaled's album. You ain't really hear nothing about that. Um, I think she uh, she dropped the Up and the Stuck song, and it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. This... I don't know, it really ain't moved me. I don't know if it's because, you know, I'm kind of messy and I, I try to listen to see what she's talking about. If she talking about, if she throwing shots at Nicki or what. But I, I, I feel like I kind of lost interest in Cardi B. So, uh, but outside of that, I thought uh, type shit was cool. Malibu, I, it took me a minute because Polo G, I, I, like, I like Polo G, but this song, this is the perfect example of Migos being the OGs in this because Polo G is a newer rapper and he was rapping like how people rap now, how newer rappers rap now. So it it was a little off beat and it was kind of all over the place. And uh, Migos came in with the Migos flow. And I was just like, man, you could tell they the OGs now, man, because they, they still, <laughs> they still doing that same flow. And this, and, it, and it's them, but, um, yeah, um, Malibu. I, I like Malibu. I would go back to Malibu. Birthday song. I'm fifty-fifty on that one, man. I I didn't like it in the headphones. I didn't like it in the car. But I would probably be the total opposite if I heard this at a party. This seemed like a a song that would play in a bar or a club, and it it thumps in there where you like, oh shit, you know that, you know people feel, fuck it with this song so. You know, this song don't sound that bad. But um, I really didn't like that song in the car. Uh, modern Day. I like Modern Day. I cringed that vaccine when I was just like, man, I don't want to hear no music about the pandemic. I don't want to hear quarantine anything. And <laughs> I want to hear pandemic and all that other shit but this beat is so hard man i had no choice but to keep playing it so i i actually put this in a serato man i don't really care for the hook the whole uh you know vaccine money is the vaccine or whatever he said but um i I actually that song actually grew on me and if you listen to the beat, I i don't know if you heard it but if you listen to the beat, it sounds like it's a sample from zelda you remember the game zelda
0: yeah it sounds like i think it's, it's i think it's final fantasy
2: is it okay
0: yeah, okay. something. It, but yeah, I know it does sound like some kind of RPG. Yeah, some old school game.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a hard. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to Google it and see, but he sounded like he sampled something from Zelda. But um, that joint hard. Picasso, I I, was, I I didn't like that song at all. That was probably the first song I skipped. Picasso, uh, future on there. I I really don't care for the singy singy type songs. And um yeah, I ain't really care for that one. Road Runner was pro- is probably my favorite song on the album. I, I like Road Runner. I put that in the Serato, too. I thought that song was hard. Um Migos and Justin Bieber, I it is what I expected. I, I ain't really expect much from it. I I knew it was going to be a hard skip for me. It was it was better than I thought, but I I'm still I, I- I don't know. I, I just ain't feeling that song, so I I skipped that song. Um, some other songs on here that I like, I'll go through real quick. Um Jane, we actually heard Jane. Remember they premiered that at the mm-hmm. award show. She won a burke, she gotta work it or something. I I still ain't care for that song. <laughs> Antisocial, it was a little sad listening to that song. Um so I probably won't go back to the song. It was good hearing Juice World. It sounded like a legit song. It don't sound like a DMX put together song. But um it was still a little emotional, man. You could tell it was a juice world song. Um Mahomes, I, I like that song. That song was cool. But uh outside of that, man, um oh I, I like the Pop Smoke song too. The Pop Smoke song. You could tell that was a Pop Smoke <laughs> beat. But um, outside of that, man, I ain't gonna lie. I got to give it a qualified, man. Wow, wow, I, I like it, man. <laughs> qualified. I, I I like it. I I played it a couple times. Um, I got a couple joints. I probably put in the Serato. So yeah, I, they they surprised me because I was going in not expecting anything from this album. But um, now earlier I said they was back. I'm not sure if they back back. But I think they they might have caught another life, so okay, um, yeah, so I don't know if that means they're gonna stick around for another couple years or ten years you know ten years or what but i I thought this was a solid out I, I think this was better than culture too,
0: okay, so, okay, so it's I, okay.
2: I, I, I give it a qualified
0: okay, so Migos came with a with a strong comeback <laughs> um. I'm going to have to disagree, Figgy. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I, 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 I'm I sorry, it. man. I knew it. I, I got to disagree, dog. And, and I, I, I tried to give this album a fair chance. I bumped it first thing in the morning. I went to the gym, put it on. I knew it was going to be some good gym music. At least I thought it would be. Man, I, I agree with you a whole wholeheartedly about the first song. That pop was a Rolling Stone sample. The way it came in without the drums at first. Quavo just going off on the beat. I, that actually made me feel real good about the album, man. I was <laughs> like, okay, maybe this is going to sound different. Maybe this is the start of a new era for the <laughs> Migos. I like that song a lot, man. I think that's probably the strongest song or one of the two strongest songs on the album, without a doubt. Uh, after that, I got to say, I was not really impressed with anything else in the album, man. Um, the It, it just... I, I know the, the beat selection is going to be subjective and people either going to like it or not. I didn't like the production on, the, on this album. Mm. I was just not a fan. Yeah, the drums were good. The drums are always going to be good and hard in the whip, man. But the samples used, the production, it just didn't move me. It didn't move me at all. It didn't sound like anything I wanted to go back to. And that goes for all every, every pretty much every song on the album besides the first one. Uh mm-hmm. that song, what was that song called again? Uh Avalanche.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that shit was cold. But everything else, I was not a big fan of the production. Um, the Drake song was disappointing and not in the way because to be fair, um, that song they had on Culture 2, what was it called? Uh Walking, walking like, like I, I Talk. talk it. It. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a fan of that song at first, but then the video came. And then I started listening to the song more. I'm like, okay, this song is actually pretty cold. Yeah. So I became a fan of that song later on. But this song, I don't think I'll ever really like. I think it's just one of those. And Drake has really been, I hate to say it, man, because I, I, I do think he's still, you know, a great rapper. He can make some great songs, but his features haven't been moving me lately, man. I don't know if it's just the been beat slacking? selection. I don't know if it's him. I think he he might just be picking the wrong songs to do a feature on. I feel because mm. I I think a Drake uh, uh feature is still valuable and highly sought after, but this beat it just did do it like it it sounded like album filler to me.
3: Mm.
0: It didn't sound like the standout feature that I would think Drake would do. It sounded yeah. like filler, and usually when Drake do a song, it's a single.
2: Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah,
0: this sounded like album filler to me, man. Um, and Drake, I did I wouldn't say his verse here was one of his. Like he, he Drake can rap. He ain't mm-hmm. never gonna slack a hundred percent on the verse, but it, it, his verse just didn't particularly move me. He he did the Migos flow, which was kind of cringeworthy because I felt like he had moved on from that. Walk <laughs> uh, Walking like I talk it. He was rapping like Drake. Yeah. And on this one, he went back to the Migos flow.
3: <laughs>
0: I wasn't a fan of it. So, yeah, that song, yeah. So,
3: pissed. Then man, I get
0: to. He, he, I, he I, for that song, well, I've been giving away uh, the whole album. Man, <laughs> I, I got more to say. I got more to say. I got more to say. then I finally listened to. Uh, I, I did hear it when you played on the podcast last week. But I heard the full song, and yeah, I kind of agree with you, man. It wasn't anything special. And one thing did stick out to me at this point, and maybe I'm just, I missed something, and maybe it's always been like this, but when did Quavo start sounding like a knockoff Travis Scott? I don't
2: know. Has it been,
0: maybe it's just me hearing this, but the ad libs? The who, oh, that that little kid cutty shit
2: yeah
0: Quavo did that a whole lot on this album
2: mm, I didn't even pick up on that
0: mm. and I don't may, maybe it's just, he's been doing it I know him and Travis are cool they did a whole project together that yo Jack shit so maybe maybe it's just him digging up his brother as Jay Z put it <laughs> I don't know but on this album Quavo started to sound like a knockoff Travis Scott to me man. Mm and it kind of bothered me uh, so that song I wouldn't hit big fan of Cardi B I agree with you on, um, on her verses now <laughs> like they I can go without them now Yeah, I feel yeah, um, she,
2: yeah. I wonder what it is uh, because she's not the underdog now you yeah. know early on during um, you know Cold, uh, Bodak Yellow she was the underdog she was the lovable person from Love and Hip Hop and I was trying to get her music big and all this other shit, and now it's like uh, these, you know. I I, I was kind of missing Nicki Minaj. I ain't gonna lie. Yes. It's like to the point where it's like, damn, a lot of people were shitting on Nicki for her, <laughs> and uh, you know we, uh, you know, shout out to Cardi. She, you know, she cool, and I'm not saying she don't, she need to go away, but it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> like you don't have that Nicki Minaj type person. That would just jump on the song and murder your shit because, um, Nikki, she's that type of girl who would, you know, you can say what you want about her albums, but she she will have the best verse on the feature, <laughs> without a doubt. I I would put money on Nikki having the best, the the most, the the standout verse on the song.
0: Yeah, and you don't get um, that from Cardi. I think at one point Cardi was just refreshing. You know, she had a unique voice. She I think it was her personality too that we were all sold on. But now is it's, it's kind of stale. Like it's kind of yeah. stale. Her rapping has like her her delivery has just gotten annoying.
4: I, yeah. I and
0: I, I think women think that too now, because I've been talking to a few of them, they're like, Kari's voice is annoying me. Like I I, <laughs> I think she's gotten a little bit the the really super thick accent they that that Mis- was ugly. yeah <laughs> it, it, it's bad it, it's gotten annoying man i don't know if she got to remake something or change something up but yeah it it, it didn't <laughs> do anything for me but i did think offset skated on that beat though man and which brings up another thought i had on this album i think it's a- about time we all Admit that offset is the true star of the Migos. Mm. So who, I think it's
2: th- who who did you who was considered the true star? Was it um Quavo?
0: People were saying that Quavo was the Beyonce of the Migos at first. Mm. And when they all go solo, Quavo was gonna have the best career. Mm. And I think he had the worst solo album. Yeah. And they all come back together. And Quavo, I don't know if something with him changed or just my ears changed, but I've gotten completely tired of him and his crooning and his singing. He can't make a good hook to save his life anymore. (laughs) He's already the worst rapper in the group. (laughs) And his singing has gotten annoying, man. The fake Travis Scott ad-libs he's doing on the songs, I think he's by far the worst Migo now. (laughs) <laughs> and I've gotten sick and, and take a, 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 Quavo, a, a Quavo offset is the best. We have mm-hmm. to admit that I feel like there were several songs in this album where he was just the clear cut standout star. Yeah, his flow, the way he changes up the flow to match every beat, like it, he he's more experienced. Like he, he's just better than everybody, man. I gotta yeah. say, he he has he has a total package. I think he can make hooks better than Quavo at this point his rapping i'm not saying he's super lyrical but he 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 has some clever lines here and there man plus the flow of all of them is the most on point i feel so i said has to be the best followed by takeoff takeoff is underrated like you said i think he saw can hold his own quavo to me now is the worst
2: yeah i think the one thing i do like about quavo is his voice he got that standout voice yeah because um me personally, you know, I've been listening to the Migos for a little bit. Sometimes I still can't tell uh, takeoff and offset apart if they don't say their name at the beginning or. anything, <laughs>
3: Like sometimes
2: I get confused. Like is that is that takeoff or is that oh that's that's offset? But uh, Quavo got that standout voice that that uh, that kind of a I don't want to say it's a high pitched voice. But it's it's just like to me, it's an entertaining voice. Even remember when he was uh, interviewing with Joe Budden, and yeah. he said, "Wrap it up, then." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like just the way he sound, man. It's it's a he got a cool voice. But I agree. I, I think the lyrics don't um, match up with offset or takeoff.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was just my thought after hearing the album, uh, <laughs> and, and as far as where they've all grown. I feel like Offset has had the most growth in Quavo, probably the least. Mm-hmm. But that's just my thought, man. I know people think different. Um, other songs, I like the Future song, Okay. Vaccine, I did cringe like you did. Enough with the quarantine songs. And that goes to the theory that I think this album was actually supposed to come out last year. Yeah. Because nobody's talking about quarantine no more, man. Yeah. Anytime I hear quarantine in the song, I'm like, okay, this song was recorded in 2020.
2: Yeah, because and everybody just outside now, now. Yeah,
0: yes, ain't no quarantine going on, man. So once you start rapping mm-hmm. about quarantine, that old song comes to my mind. So yeah, so, yeah. So,
2: I, so, speaking of that, sorry to cut you off, but I so wish these good. shows quit making like episodes about coronavirus and all this other shit, man. This I'm I'm tired of that shit, man. It's good to see a show that that's not in a pandemic.
0: Yeah, man. And people are going to think it's weird looking back, you know, like I think we're going to all look back and think there was some over dramatization going on with the pandemic, man. And then looking at the TV shows, (laughs) it's going to I don't know, man, I I get that you want to capture the era that you're in. And yeah, during the whole pandemic and the quarantine and all that, it was going to reflect itself. Yes. And, and and TV and media whatever. Yeah, I was watching
2: but, I was watching Law and Order, the new Law and Order, and um, they had a whole. It was pretty much the whole season was about the, um, I guess this, uh, I guess this group of people who stole the vaccines and all this other shit, and they were having a vaccine party, a vaccine and sip party. Yeah. It's just like man, this shit is so stupid, man. <laughs> Like you don't even have to do anything like this. Like sometimes you can relate to people, but you ain't got to relate like this.
0: I agree, and you know what else has gotten my nerves too? The the, the stay at home fucking Zoom recording TV shows, like the late night shows, and <laughs> people in their hoodies, like for you know ESPN, of course they did everybody. Um, on their shows was recording from their home. So, of course, people are going to be dressed casually. they going to probably yeah. have pajamas on and hoodies on. Like, Jay Williams was wearing a hoodie every day. But yeah. Jay Williams is now back in the studio wearing fucking hoodies every single day. Now, I'm yeah. not the Mr., oh, you have to Dress wear a right. suit and tie. But, yeah. nigga, like you could do better than a fucking hoodie. Dog. A T-shirt <laughs> would suffice. Yeah. A hoodie, dog, it, it looks mad like he just walked off the street. Yeah. And said, hey, let me do this show real quick. I don't know. I've gotten tired of it. (laughs) Same thing with uh Trevor Noah, who does the daily show. He's been growing his hair out and dressing in hoodies for every show he's been doing. I get that last year, but it's getting annoying now, dog. Like y'all in the studio now. Yeah.
2: (laughs) This ain't this ain't March or April where everything was closed. Like you can work
0: around it. You still have a stylist. Okay. I'm sure you can pick from uh, better clothes than the assortment of hoodies now, man. I know you're trying to be relatable, but yeah. nah, come on, man. Nah, I'm not saying nigga, you got to dress in a tux, shit, but man, damn, dog. Nigga,
2: we out, here, we out here getting haircuts and all type of shit, man.
0: When I see a nigga hosting a show in a hoodie, that makes me wonder why I'm not hosting TV shows, man. Because yeah. like I don't I don't be dressing for shit, but I feel like if I, all I had to do was wear a fucking hoodie and and talk and and say jokes that other people wrote for me, yeah, I feel <laughs> like anybody could be a talk show host, man. So yeah. <laughs> whatever, I know I'm way off base. We're talking about amigos right here, but I know like, just <laughs> things that piss me off now. <laughs> anyway, back to the album, man. Uh The Juice World song was pretty good. Um, Like a kind of it was very Juice World sounding. Yeah, um, which makes me wonder if it was a Juice World song that they just jumped on at some point. I don't know if it was a official collaboration, I don't know, but I like that song okay, man. I thought they matched the mood pretty well, too. Um, what I was ready to say the second half of this album was going to be better than the first, but then I got to why not, and <laughs> the beat was good, but then upon further listen they were using the same drum pattern they used for Bad and Bougie. Mm. That doom, 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 doom. That's what really got on my nerves now. Because I'm like, finally, I'm getting into this album. I'm trying to find a song I really like. And you're still doing the same old shit you've been doing, man. (laughs) Trying to replicate your past hits, using the same drum patterns. For a song. It just made me wish I was listening to Bad and Bougie instead, <laughs> you know. Because I started thinking like, "Wow, I really do miss that song. That really was a time in history, huh?" <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, why not? I had the same drum pattern as Bad and Bougie, and that annoyed me. Mahomes is whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. It, it, it sounded fine. It sounded fine. Of uh, everything else the pop smoke song um sounded a whole lot like dior which i i, so I, I criticize like
2: pop song, uh, pop smoke song sound like that
0: that's what i thought at first but then he dropped when that solo album dropped his, his debut album his official album dropped i feel like he showed a whole lot of versatility with that album man there weren't a whole lot of songs that sounded like dior and I was actually excited about that. That was what made me kind of a fan. I know mm-hmm. he already died at that point, so it was a little too late, but I, I appreciated the fact that he was more than just that drill trap type artist on
4: mm-hmm. that
0: album. But then this song comes out and it sounds just like Dior. It sounds like a remix of Dior, basically. Same beat pattern. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, and the last song is needed. With young boy, NBA, young boy, probably the best song in this album, but it's an old song, and I already played it to death, <laughs> so I was already kind of over it at this point. But mm-hmm. that's probably the best song in this album, man. I mean, the beat sample, Fifty Cent, get in my car, produced by High Tech, by the way, of mm-hmm. Black Star and Talib Kweli, Reflections Eternal, fame. Mm-hmm. So, hope good for him to get some money off that sample, but. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, ultimately, my final takeaways on this album, I, I have, like, <laughs> I, I'm have i going to build up to it, okay? <laughs> I wanted to give it a fair chance, man. But honestly, and I do see people praising it and saying that they were surprised by how good it is. Um, if you enjoy it, if you like the Migos, you'll probably like this album. But I am interested in, to, in seeing how many people go back to it. Because it felt very disposable to me. It felt very of the moment. Nothing else listened listen to this week. So let's bump the Migos album for a week. Kind of like J. Cole. I heard a whole lot of people talk about how how good yeah. that J. Cole album was. <laughs> Where is it now, man? Ain't nobody talking about that album. Crickets. 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 Crickets on that side, dog. <laughs> so I think the same thing is going to happen with this Migos album, man. It sound, It's very of the moment. I don't think there's any real hit singles on it. And I think it's here today, gone tomorrow. I wasn't impressed. I think the Migos run has ended. I think they should go solo. I think they need to go solo. I think Offset should make a duo with NBA Youngboy. Mm. (laughs) I think they should be the new Migos. He should kick out (laughs) Quavo and bring in NBA Youngboy, and they should be the new Migos because... He brought some energy that they needed on that song, man. Him and Offset going bar for bar, mm. that that was incredible, man. Yeah. But the rest of the album, I was just not impressed, man. I, and I wanted to like it. I wanted to say they had one more left in them, but I can't. I gotta say it is pig pen mm, status mm, to mm. Me. pig pen mentality. Mm, mm, mm. Had the to hogs, do it man It wrote With the pigs and the hogs And the slop, slop. <laughs> Throw it in the slop Throw it with that J. Cole album man Throw it in the pig pen man. Let the hogs slop it up Cause yeah I was not I, I was just, just wasn't feeling it But I do see a lot of people praising the album man So listen for yourself if you're a Migos fan You might mm-hmm. like it, you might say I'm full of shit And that's fair
2: you But are, that's man. just how I feel about it I enjoyed it. this album man I th- I thought it was cool. I maybe it's because I didn't really go into into it expecting a lot. But um like I said, I ain't skip anything until I got to the maybe the Justin Bieber or something. No, the Picasso. I it's funny you said you thought that was cool. I ain't even like that one. So, um I ain't skip anything until I got to that one. But um and I thought the album kind of got a little slow towards the end. But um yeah, I I thought it was cool. I I got like a good three songs I would put in a serato from it. So um, yeah,
0: I, I wait, th- is okay, okay, Figgy, I got to call you out on that. Right. If only three songs on a song no, of nineteen, no, no
2: three so- no three songs. I'm replaying the other the songs. Song,
0: the album is nineteen songs long, but Figgy. you don't re-
2: you don't replay every single song. You you if got, it's a good album, you do I'm more th- than three. No, it, it's other songs on here Biggie. that's good. It's other <laughs> no So let, you, let
0: me you let to change wait, your
2: uh, review to Big Pink. No, 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 no. I ain't doing that. Look, it's a lot of good songs on here, but the my favorites, you got favorite songs that you replay. You don't replay yeah. every single Jay-Z song. You got the you got your couple favorites that you replay. But the other ones are good too. It's just not in the replay. If that makes Biggie. sense.
0: Okay, so are you ever going to go to any other songs besides the three that you say to your Serato look, on this album I, again?
2: Look, just just like I told you, I didn't skip any. I, I like the Avalanche Just because you didn't.
0: You, you had to like review it. it, Figgy. So we had to listen to the whole album.
2: I know, but I'm, I, if I listen to this album, if I get in the car right now and listen to this album, I'm not going to skip Avalanche. I'm not skipping Having Our Way. I'm not skipping mm. Straightening. I'm not skipping type shit. I'm wait, not sk-
0: now you lo- wait, wait a minute. I, now I, you I, like straightening? No, I, I, you I, said it was pig pen on the no, podcast,
2: I, man. You was not listening to me at the <laughs> beginning of this review. <laughs> the beginning of this review. Make sure you rewind this. I said I I really didn't care for the song at first. I said it sound better with the, how it is on this album.
0: Yeah, I said it songs around it now. <laughs> so that <laughs> no,
2: it said, sounds okay. I said it's, it's, it don't sound that bad like I said before. No, oh, okay. So it's it's not the it's not a skip. It's not skip. Okay. But um the only song that I probably wouldn't play at all is the birthday song. Um I don't like Picasso at all. I don't like what you are trying to see with Justin Bieber. I don't like Jane and um it's a couple other songs that's I right, but As far as the other ones, like, I will, you know, listen to it. But my favorite ones, the ones that I'm going to hit the heart button on is um, Malibu, um, Modern Day, and uh, Vaccine and Roadrunner. I like Roadrunner. Roadrunner is my favorite. So those are the ones I would take off the album. And I don't care what you do with the rest of the album. But if it's it's on, I'm going to listen but it's not like a pure skip like turn this shit off skip
0: okay all i'm saying is if you have a test of 19 questions and you only get four right you failed the test figgy so that's all i'm saying man but i i I, but i I get what you're saying though like you're saying that it was cool to listen to the whole way the same thing with
2: the J Cole album i I like the i like the intro on there but and, but I'm not saying that but I don't think the album is trash. I thought that was his best album since Forest Hill Drive. But it's not a thing where I could if I make a mixed CD, I'm not I'm not putting the whole album on the mix C D, if you know what I mean. You put your favorite, your top favorite on the mix CD.
0: But let's let's put it like this though. Let's say slime season two or three. What's one, one last one that came out? That slime, slime season language. Slime language too. Yeah. I think it was. You definitely like more than four songs on that album, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, like,
2: I like more. I actually got like three or four in them in my little playlist. I got oh, my okay. favorite playlist, but that means the rest of the shit is whack. <laughs> but it's okay. just because me, I, I I always go if I really like a song, I'm gonna keep playing it. I'm a I'm i am I'm gonna put that in my little rotation, my favorites rotation. So um, with this Migos, I got, like, a good four of them. If, if it was a bad album, I would have anything in there.
3: <laughs> Let's be real.
2: I, I would be like, nah, this ain't going – I'm not playing this when somebody's in the car with me.
0: Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I, <laughs> I, I just think – I, I want to know if you go back to the whole album. But you, you say it's qualified. I say it's picked. And you have to have to agree or disagree here. Yeah. But y'all decide for yourself. Bump the albums. Tell me if you think Figgy right. Tell us if you think I'm right. if we're both full of shit somehow. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> um, and now, a uh, quick sidebar on the birthday thing. Can niggas stop naming songs birthday? birthday. Yeah. that's Because we're that's just low, talking about. The that's low hanging
2: pre- fruit, man.
0: <laughs> it really is, man. <laughs> a- after Two Chains did it, nobody else should have done it, honestly. But yeah. we were just talking to Prem DBS because he got a new single out called Birthday, too. Yeah. And now the Migos got a song I like. It's,
2: it's, it's, <laughs> lo, it's low-hanging fruit, man, because when you name a song birthday, the first thing you're thinking about is, oh, yeah, in the club. Yes. When somebody go out to a club, it's, it's, it's going to be somebody's birthday, and they're going to play this for their birthday. This going to stick around forever type thing. But it's, to me, it's low-hanging fruit. Like, Come up with something more original, in my opinion.
0: Did 50 Cent create that? Can we give Fifty Cent credit for that, or did somebody else do that first?
2: What, uh, like a birthday song?
0: Yeah, so to make a song for the club and shout out, basically it's your birthday, go crazy.
2: Yeah. the The funny part about that song, people look at that song as the birthday song. He only said yes. that <laughs>
0: at the very beginning of it. the song. Yeah, but that's people what... were acting
2: like it was Stevie Wonder or something making the whole birthday <laughs> song. <laughs> Like it wasn't even that. He just said go shawty, it's your birthday. <laughs> that,
0: that that was actually really smart by fifty six though. Was. Cause you know if you in the in the club, the DJ only gonna play like maybe the first few bars of the first verse and then mix it with something else. So when you go right into that song saying go shawty, it's your birthday, that's what people that's what gets people going crazy. Yeah. And after that, every nigga made a rap song called Birthday Song. Birthday something. It's your birthday. We know you're making a, a song for the club. You might as well name it stripper song. Yeah. <laughs> like, people need to be more creative with these songs, man. I'm getting tired of the birthday song. Yeah. Like, there has to be something else we can do to get the club hype. Yeah, I agree. But that's my rant for the day. So... <laughs> um, Speaking of people who are, are controversially not aging or evolving enough, according to some people, <laughs> I didn't say that, but some people are saying. I'm just saying streets are talking. Uh, <laughs> Megan Houston's own Megan The Stallion has a new song out. She has come out from her. Uh, I guess she has some kind of break layoff. I think she has some kind of posts on social media with a graphic depicting her going into hibernation <laughs> or whatever. And she has come out just in time for the summer. She has brought back a Tina snow, which is a playoff of a Pimp C's Tony snow character. She's always said that Pimp C was a big influence for her mm-hmm. and her alter ego is a Tina snow. <laughs> and she's bringing that back and she has a new song called thought shit. <laughs> which uh, is exactly what you think the video dropped to the visual drop. We don't call it videos no more, whatever. <laughs> the visual drop today as well. Um, it is what you, is exactly what you think it is <laughs> by hearing it and knowing it's a Megan Thee Stallion song. Uh, the video kind of depicts a, a Senator uh, uh, who, who, who's hating on Megan Thee Stallion. It's actually a pretty creative video. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a play off the movie Fight Club. If you ever seen Fight Club, it's kind of a play off of that. And a senator who was hating on Megan Thee Stallion online, but jerking off to her videos. And then he go, he gets kidnapped by Megan Thee Stallion and the Hot Girl Battalion, or they call themselves. <laughs> and they they go crazy. There's a lot of torque and a lot of ass. <laughs> and yeah, so Megan Thee Stallion is back, and she is back with a new single, Figgy. What do you think about the new song? We think about the new album. Well, new, not new album yet. But what do you think about this new song? And is Megan Thee Stallion officially? I don't want to say she ever left whatever position she was in, but is she still the the queen of rap? Or <laughs> is she even that right now? uh I
2: wouldn't. I wouldn't say a queen of rap. I, I wouldn't say she's the queen of rap, but. um um, I, I thought the song was cool. I think it's it, to me, it do seem like a Tina Snow type of song or early Meg type of song. But um, it, it kind of worried me a little bit because it seemed like it's super early in their career to go back and say, hey, I'm, try- I'm, I'm getting I'm getting back to the old how I used to be type thing. You usually get that from people who blow up super, you know, super high. And now they're too Hollywood, so they try to go back down to the hood to say, hey, let, I'm gonna do a trap song or.
0: Like T.I. versus T.I.P.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you got the Rihanna songs, the, you can have whatever you like. And then now he's trying to put out a, a Rubber Band Man part two or something, mm. where it's just like, like no, nah, you ain't even in the hood now, man. <laughs> so it, it seemed kind of early for Meg to be kind of coming out here like, hey, Tina Snow is back. You know we about to do our thing again, uh, but I, I think it's a cool song. I'm kinda, I'm kinda in the same position with Meg as I am with with Cardi a little bit. I'm not irritated with Meg or anything, but it's just you know some of their stuff don't really move me as much as it did early on. I don't know if it's a thing where she's too. Famous now, where it's like, ah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the underdogs at this point. You made it, so I'm not really worried about you. But it's, it's kind of in the same breath as Cardi, except, except she's not as irritating, and you know, she, she's, to me, she's more lovable than Cardi is. She, she don't, she don't come across as an asshole. She seemed like a genuine, nice person to me. Cardi kind of come off as an asshole a little bit. <laughs> Uh I think that's I think that's most New Yorkers, to be honest. But um as far as the video, I, I agree with you. I think the video is super creative. And is uh the um the irony of it is somebody was criticizing their song, that the WAP song. So uh I think it was a senator too, some Congress person that was pretty much shit talking about uh shitting on the song, pretty much. But um, I I thought it's cool. I I like when artists get creative like this instead of just doing a regular ass house party type of video. But um, yeah, I I think it's cool. I think the I I don't know how this song will last this summer, but um, I, I think it, I think it's cool.
0: Okay, so it's qualified by piggy standards. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Qualified. Okay. Um, I gotta agree, man, I did like it. Um, I I did now hearing the out that the the title, because she announced the song was coming earlier this week, and I figured just from the title, it kind of reminded me of when Jay-Z made a song called Money Cash Hoes, or a song called Ignorance Shit, saying, This <laughs> is that ignorance shit you like. I figured it was gonna be going at the critics who always talk about Megan Estalin and have nothing nothing to say or nothing to rap about besides twerking and ass. This song is basically saying that that's what she (laughs) want to rap about. And if she want to rap about that shit, that's what she going to do. And if you don't like it, then mind your own business. So I've accepted Megan and for who she is now. Yeah, I've been saying
2: that. Yeah, I've been saying that from the beginning. Remember, we had, you know, I wouldn't say arguments, but discussions with Jasmine when she was on. She was saying, hey, you know, um, she rap about the same thing. I think she was one of the people just saying that she need to rap about something else and i'm saying just just if if you keep hitting these three pointers keep shooting threes don't try to show that you could dunk the ball and you could do a fancy layup and all this other shit like just stay in your lane just keep doing it while, while it's working that, uh, like there no point of trying to do a, a conscious type of song or try to show that like to me me personally i know she can rap so Man. she ain't got to prove nothing to me, <laughs> I, you know. She she can freestyle her ass off. She from Houston. Man, I feel like a lot of people from Houston get. I feel like most people from Houston get freestyle. That's a big. That's a big plus. So you know, I I I wasn't that person that was saying, hey, she need to do something else. I I think if it's working, just keep doing it. <laughs> just keep rolling with it. Dude, you ain't got to prove to nobody that you know. You, you can rap another way too or stop making these songs while they hot.
0: Well, she tried. She tried to go at Tory Lanes and rap over the Who Shot You" Beat. And after I heard that, I was like, yeah, maybe you should just stick to the twerk anthems because <laughs> I, I didn't really like that. Yeah. So, I mean, she has decided that this is what she's going to do. And I mean, she's good at it. The video was interesting. It was creative. I thought it was a nice spin, uh, uh, an attack on her critics. Um, lyrically, of course, Lil Ju made the beat. Of course, he makes all her big hits. The beat sounded cold. like It was good for what it was, man. Mm-hmm. And she has decided to stick to, look, I, I ain't going to be one to judge. I'm not going to be one. I, I will say that the Pimp C influence is something I never really understood. Because Pimp C didn't just rap about pimping. You know, he got that a whole lot. Of, he wrapped up the whole dark side of the game, too, man. That's what made him a great artist, you know, but Tina Snow, as she puts it. And I don't know what the difference is between Megan Thee Stallion and Tina Snow, but whatever. <laughs> I'll let her have that. But um look, she she wanted to twerk and throw ass and talk about scamming niggas. That's fine. You know, mm-hmm. she can rap um I, one thing i did notice that i can't get out of my head now is that she basically took the maxo cream flow mm. and once you hear them side by side they did a song together too mm. but once you hear them side by side you can't unhear it <laughs> she yeah. definitely has the maxo cream flow <laughs> but um the song was good man like i can't hate on it uh i think it's returned to form for her and look, she told us who she is. I'm not going to judge her on some imaginary scale. Yeah, we all wish rappers could be Lauryn Hill or Lil' Kim or even Nicki Minaj, who who was yeah. a little more versatile. But this is what she want to do. I ain't going to yeah. hate on it. I'm not going to complain about a video full of ass. OK, yeah. so I see some niggas going crazy about that. I'm oh, t- she only writes about sex and it's getting stale. But they like the Migos album. It's, so, it's goofy,
2: man, because you got people like, um, like um, Luke, Uncle Luke. Yes, he. And he I, th- I seen an interview with him. He started off as a regular rapper. He wasn't rapping about the shit he Uncle Luke was rapping about, but it really wasn't doing nothing. And once he started rapping about popping pussy and all his other shit, it took off. So what's the? So what? What do he have to prove? He, I think he said that. What do you have to prove to try to make a conscious song or whatever? Like, this is working. This is making you money. You know, you might not be the number one artist on the chart, but if you got that fan base that, you know, you could keep doing what you're doing currently, like, who gives a shit, man? If she like doing it, I love it, man. So, my thing is just keep doing what you want to do. Don't try to switch it up because we want, we, wish more women was like Lauren Hill and uh, Rhapsody and all this other shit. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a lane for everybody, man. So just just yeah. stay in your lane. Just do what you do best. You know what I mean, you don't need to be versatile and all this other shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. So with that said, I would say the song is qualified, man. Good song. Good, good song to cut to break out the pandemic with. To, to welcome the summer in with a new high girl anthem. So I can't hate on it, man. It was good for what it was. It's kind of like watching a Fast and Furious movie. You're not <laughs> going to judge it like it's fucking Godfather 2. You're going <laughs> to judge it like it's a goofy yeah. action movie. Yeah. And this was a twerk anthem, man. It was supposed to do what it's supposed to do, and it did it well. So yeah, I, I would say it's <laughs> qualified, definitely. Good for Megan style and coming back. Just in time for another hot girl summer, probably.
2: Yeah. Speak wait, real quick, speaking of Meg, did you uh I, I watched the interview from <laughs> first take when she was on Oh yeah. Remember she was on there randomly? <laughs> <laughs> like that yes. interview is even more wild now. <laughs> like I, I i still don't because I think she had she this was around the time I can't remember if she dropped the album or anything. I think yeah, I think she did. This was a, remember. This was around the time where she she was having the label issues with Carl Crawford. Mm-hmm. So it was it was so strange. that Stephen A. was asking her these basketball questions and all this. What other do you think shit.
0: about the coach, Mike D'Antoni? What you think about Mike D'Antoni? Who? She said, Hope. <laughs> <laughs> the "Nigga was like the the, the the head coach." Yeah, it was because that 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 was painfully awkward. Man. Yes, like I don't know why they always had these. Well, I guess. Cause Lil Wayne ruined it. Cause I think yes. Lil Wayne was the first rapper to say he wanted to be on first take. I think mm-hmm. he was the first rapper they had on first take. Mm-hmm. After that, they had people like Joe Budden Wale went on a few times too, I believe. Yeah. Like suddenly just started having rappers come on, talk about sports.
2: Yeah. That's, that's, like the, that's like the press run now. I don't know. Yes. If, I don't know if they do that to, um, I guess to make sure they have that black crowd or that young crowd. But I I I I don't wanna hear that shit from I don't wanna hear rappers on first take, man, or any other sports debate show like that. Maybe I I don't know, I never really listened to this show, but the uh Jacoby and um um Jalen, yeah. Yeah, Jalen Rose show. I, I see they be having a lot of people. They had Griselda on there at one point. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of people. I never heard the show, I just only see it on TV on mute. But um it's, it's, I, I don't know. They they need to stop that. That's, to me, that's kind of like pandering. Because you know Stephen A. And Max don't give a shit about no no Quavo.
0: Yes. <laughs> so
2: why why is he on there? And it, it, to bring it back to the Meg interview, I was cringing so hard when Max Kellerman talked. This dude, Bronco, they started talking about rap, female rap. This nigga brung up some Rot San Shante and all this other shit. <laughs> it just showed this age. I'm like, bruh, like, I don't think anybody I think the only person or the last person that brung her up was Nas. <laughs> and that was kinda in a recent Nas album. I wanna say a couple albums ago. Like like no disrespect to Roxanne Rot Shantae, but she's she's up there with the with the Grandmaster Flash, sorta. The, you know, back in that time. Mm-hmm. I think the furthest people will go back as far as women rappers is probably salt and pepper <laughs> because they, they was kind of fly with it, too.
0: <laughs> but I do feel like I don't know. I, I do like when rappers show that they know their history. That's one thing I think has gotten a lot better, actually, because I remember we went through a terrible period in time where people started shitting on Tupac and Biggie for no reason. Yeah. Lil Yachty says some shit, and then some other people did. I think XXX Tentacion said some goofy shit. So like there was a, a, a weird period where a lot of rappers were acting like the old rappers weren't shit. And now we've gotten to a point where they show more respect and deference to the legends. So, I'm, yeah. but I, I do like it when it that's what I like about Jay Z. And yeah, he's an old rapper, so of course he gonna know a whole lot about Big Daddy Kane and Rock Him. Yeah. But I, I do like it when you hear an interview with somebody. And you hear that they've done their homework. Like Pharrell mm-hmm. on Nardwar, when that interview, they're going back talking about all these classic, you know, old school artists, and he knew so much about them. And it was just, I, I do like that. But yeah, it's just Megan Thee Stallion. You really think she's gonna know about yeah. Roxanne Shante. Fair enough. She's she's also like in her <laughs> early 20s, too. That, so
2: Yeah, that was my whole point. It's, it's one thing if you was talking to Missy Elliott or yeah. you know, something like that, but it's Meg. Like, you think. If they had City Girls on, like, don't bring oh, up Roxanne right. man.
0: Dog, can you imagine JT and Young Miami on first take? What the fuck would they talk about, dog? <laughs> that, that would be hilarious. And, yes, yeah, too much having Quavo and, and then people. did. I, I get you have to have a press round for your new projects, but can you stop putting them on sports shows? Put, a, put them There to be a new rap city man. That's the problem We don't have enough Rap focused shows On Duh. TV I was
2: just thinking about that Because this morning um, You know Big Tigger He actually worked for our station The station we were mm-hmm. uh, or, or not station But the company He worked for Odyssey Radio In Atlanta And um, I went on this He was on Instagram Live I guess he do a live every, mo- uh, every morning During this show And I was just like Damn man Like like i wonder how you feel about a uh, rap city in the basement reboot (laughs) because i think i I know it's a lot of outlets out here podcasts and stuff like that but they need to do a a, something else like that just a a, uh something like uh in in the format of a rap city in the basement because uh, it's like where do these rappers go outside of a radio station
0: Breakfast Club, where they got to talk about eating yeah, ass and said, goofy shit, man. Outside yeah. of a
2: radio station, yeah, like, it's nowhere else. It should be so There's no 106 in part. There's no, you know, TV like a hip hop TV show to go to where you kind of relax and you know freestyle and all that stuff. There's none of that now. So I, I, I was just thinking about that. I, I kind of miss Big Tig, man.
0: I do too, man. You got to bring something <laughs> back because yeah, we we are missing that in this day and age one more to release someone to talk about real quick man um, Larry June who I admittedly have been putting off listening to he's one artist he's kind of like a big crit type where everybody tells you he's dope but you for whatever reason just don't sometimes feel like checking these people out because <laughs> it's usually an old head telling you this shit so you're like yeah okay man but I finally listened to a, a Larry June project he had a new release uh, it's called what's it orange print I believe, mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so it's called Orange Print. The first project I listened to from Larry June. He's from San Francisco. Um, I like this a lot, man. It actually was a good cleansing to my ears mm. from listening to Migos and the like. <laughs> so so
2: now, now you mentioned he's from San Francisco. Is is this like a Bay Area type of style, or is it, or uh, would you have thought he was from San Francisco if you?
0: You can Mm. tell he's from California when he raps. Okay, He kind of has, he he has that delivery, kind of nipsiest delivery. Like, I'll say, you know, Don Kennedy, right? Yeah. Okay. He sounds like Don Kennedy, but good. Ah, okay. (laughs) Like, he's actually pretty lyrical and he has a slower flow, but it actually sounds good. And this project production was incredible, man. From the first song, which was uh, Tangible Assets. Mm. Uh, it starts off with Heat Rocks, man, and it goes on. He also has Money Man on the album. Now you're a big fan of Money Man.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he also had Deja Loaf and Trader Truth okay. is on the album as well. Okay, So I recommend everybody, I give it a qualified, 100% qualified. Qualified. If you're like me and you've been sleeping on Larry June, this is the perfect album to get into it, man, because I really enjoyed it. I'm going to replay this album, man. <laughs> okay. And I haven't replayed a whole lot of albums. I'm going to listen but, to it in the car. Check it out, man. I know you're going to enjoy it. I know you're going to enjoy it. So, y'all, check out that new Larry June. If you've been sleeping like me, you're going to enjoy it. Good music. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What up, y'all? And we are bringing back a, a very, very special, very, very highly anticipated and missed section of the podcast starting this week. We're bringing back What a Bro Knows, and it is now sponsored. Yeah, we have sponsors now, man. We're moving up in the world. We we got our section of our podcast sponsored by Black Lux. And we have a special, special guest, the owner of Black Lux, who's going to talk about that. And we're going to ask for a whole lot about things in general.
2: The owner, the but CEO, the president. The owner, CEO, CFO,
0: <laughs> what yes, have you. The founder. You. The boss. See, you're you're in mob ties too, because mob ties by Jay Prince is a collection of bosses. You a boss too, so you're qualified to be in mob ties too. So you qualify. uh, Yeah, there you go, Jay Prince. (laughs) He he done said it too. So yes, we're bringing back what a bro knows, and we have the lovely Winter Withers joining us today. She is the owner of Black Lux. Black Lux is a uh the. uh, the ultimate women's playhouse we'll put it like that um yeah a a variety of 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 things on sale uh a a lot of sexual uh a a lot of good stuff man things i want to check out honestly because you you got whips on there pandemics (laughs) ending we going outside (laughs) again we dating again so i'm i'm gonna check some of these items out and see and see if i could put some work in first off girl how you been and 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 how how are things moving for you? You said you graduated recently, so congratulations for that. But how you been? How you been, girl?
4: I've been good. You know, I've been on my break recently, um, but I'm just getting back into doing everything full time. And that's what I dreamed of this whole four years. And I finally get to experience. So, you know, so far I'm doing good. I'm just waiting to expand and, you know,
0: just grow. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So let's start from the beginning because I really do want to know like how how you got to found. Uh, and I think the opening you have on your website is interesting, too, because you say you want to uh, get rid of rid of and educate people on the stigmas around all of your adult themed products. Mm-hmm. So what what made you get into that field? Uh, what, what made you decide basically that this is what you want to open up? And this is what you want to educate people on. Uh, like, what made you get into that?
4: Okay, so first, I'm gonna just go back to the beginning, beginning when I first started Black Lux. Like, originally, I was um, making waist beads and I was doing body jewelry. and I was like, yo, this is like really something different. I don't know anybody else that's doing this, especially body jewelry. Like, I don't know any Black person that sells that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'm gonna do this. Time goes by. I'm like, I'm not really enjoying it. This isn't really going how I want it to go. So then I wanna say, like right before the pandemic, I'm like, who sells adult toys and lingerie? Like that I think that's something I really want to get into. Like I'm a freak. So I know I be needing stuff. I don't always wanna go to Adam and Eve. Like they be expensive. So I'm like, let me make my own business, something affordable for you know the black college students around town and everything. And that's how I originally started.
2: So when you started that, you wasn't kind of scared because, like, whenever I go into a, or when I used to go into a set store, I would be kind of nervous to walk around and look at certain shit. (laughs) I used to go in in just for the condoms because I ain't like going to the gas station to get them. For some reason, Mm -hmm. it was just kind of embarrassing, or I didn't want to go to the um, Walmart or something like that. But
0: yeah you' gonna see a family member there or something yeah <laughs> I ain't wanna be walking yeah, around gonna be
2: there yeah I ain't want to walk around oh, let me get some juice some grapes uh and, and a pack of condoms <laughs> <laughs> and people, because I'll be judging people what they be having in their car sometimes <laughs> but um yeah um you, you never felt like some type of you know nervous nervousness of starting a business like this because I, I do think a lot of people uh, you don't really see a lot of black owned you know um, set stores like that right. because uh, I think people kind of feel like they'd be judged for it.
4: Yeah, I definitely I believe I probably felt a little bit nervous creating it at the time. But I think I was more nervous about starting my OnlyFans like that, which is a different type of like, oh, my God, people from my childhood are going to follow me and look me up. Like, what if my family (laughs) knows about this? Like, (laughs) oh, my God. So I think starting a store was pretty kind of easy because everybody already knew what type of vibe I was on. But I think that was probably like the most craziest thing.
0: So the OnlyFans came first and then the sex store came after? No, the
4: business came first and then OnlyFans later.
0: Okay. 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 So, I want to talk about OnlyFans too. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> we, we've been waiting to talk about this. Um, you know, OnlyFans is, is is huge now. It's really blown up. A lot of people are on it now. It's very controversial. Uh some people you know, I think it's a healthy way for people to express themselves sexually. But some people think it is, uh, you know, it's controversial for a lot of reasons. Plus, you have celebrities on it now, too. So it's kind of crazy. So how how did you get on only like what what started you down that? Like what what made you say, OK, let me let me get this pop in, and, and see, like you say, because people are nervous about family responding out and things like that. So what made you take that leap into OnlyFans? Um,
4: my boyfriend came up with the idea of like okay. being on Pornhub and stuff. He was like, yeah, I really want to be a porn star. Let's make some videos <laughs> and upload it there. <laughs> and I'm thinking like the bigger picture, I'm like, well, why be on Pornhub and make a little bit of money? Because you only make about like 30 cents off every view or something like that. So I'm like, I've been hearing about this OnlyFans stuff. Like, let's get into that. So that's exactly how it started. Like we already had videos just, you know, pre recording everything. But around, I want to say the end of February, right before we went to Miami, we started uploading stuff. And this is right before quarantine, and then that's how we got started.
2: Mm. So, do you be nervous about um, maybe like family or friends potentially paying money to subscribe to you? So th- they kind of see <laughs> because we actually had that conversation of um, potentially being on um, OnlyFans and like a mm-hmm. creepy ass uncle or f- uh, a f- family friend or something subscribe to it. So. Do you kind of be afraid of that or is or is it like what well, that is it is what it is as long as he paying?
4: At first I was really nervous because I had like a lot of people, like I said before, from my childhood and from my old town. You know, everybody of course gonna talk shit. So it made me nervous and I'm like, I don't really know if I wanna do this or show my face. But I'm like, that's where all the big bugs at. Like, you gotta show your face. And I'm cute, so of course I'm gonna show my face.
3: <laughs> and
4: eventually, you know, time goes by and then you get more confidence as you continue to grow so um I wanted to wait and tell my parents until I like made a couple racks and then I told my mom probably about a couple months ago and she was like I mean I don't care you're old enough to do what you want to do just make sure that you're cautious and just be careful and I actually told my dad today earlier because he was talking about black lux and he was like, oh, how did you make so much money? Did you make it just from your business or from like something else? I was like, I did something else on the side. He was like, oh, what was it? I said, OnlyFans. So I'm trying to explain it to him in like a regular way. Like, well, yeah, I just make videos and post pictures and people subscribe to me type shit. And he was like, okay, like what What kind of videos do you Uh-oh. do? I'm like, uh. I tell I'm like, jokes and kind shit. kind of videos. <laughs> <laughs> So he already got the gist of it. Like he already understood. Like he done some stuff like that in his past. So he's like, I definitely understand like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And you know, I'm just proud of you and just keep doing what you're doing. And like my mom said, just be careful. Mm-hmm. So they're both on the same vibe. I'm very grateful for them.
0: Okay. So what's your OnlyFans business plan? Because <laughs> I've sculpted out a little bit. And there, I think there are some some women on there who are Being fair with the content and there's some, especially the bigger names, the ones who you got to subscribe and then wait for the good shit. You got to get the DM and pay an extra 30 bucks, something like that. So it's kind of it's kind (laughs) of scammy because first off, if you don't know, if you haven't been to OnlyFans before, you don't see anything when you look up somebody's page at first. You Mm -hmm. have to subscribe to even see anything. And some I mean, you could set it for free, but most people have it behind the paywall. And after that, it's basically you're gambling on what you get for that subscription because you they don't really then. know. Yeah. Exactly. So what is your business plan and, and do you think that some people kind of scam the system on OnlyFans or is it just kind of you know, every woman for themselves and every man for themselves?
4: I'm going to just say this flat out. Like, most of these females are scammers. They're, oh my <laughs> God. Like I subscribe to their page. I'm like, I want to know what all the hype is about. And it's just like a bunch of mediocre pictures. Um, most of their videos are behind the DMs, like the paywall, and you have to pay like thirty dollars for them. Now I ain't gonna lie, I did that before because I had a mentor, <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, charge these men like fifty dollars for a video, and then charge like fifty dollars for a subscription." So I was making racks in the beginning, but then I was like, I don't want to feel like I'm a scammer. Like I actually want to enjoy what I post and get the most money out of it and have it feel authentic. So. I have my free page and, you know, you post a little teaser or whatever on there and then Post everything in the DM, and then I changed up my paid page a couple times. Like I had a fully uncensored paid at one time, but I didn't feel like people was very appreciative of the hard work that I was doing and putting up all these videos every week or every day. And it was just like I wasn't really making that much money. It was just off subscriptions, and guys are cheap. They're gonna want to pay three dollars for a subscription and then keep it moving. Like they want to see everything for three dollars. That's not gonna <laughs> happen. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not gonna happen. I mean, you may find some OnlyFans creators whose pages are like that, but not mine because been there, done that, and no. So I charge a little – I'm going to get you in for $3. I'm going to post little teasers and everything else that you want to see on a page, but them full-length videos, you got to pay for that.
2: Mm. So can you, um, can you tell who subscribed to it, or is it just – You can't tell. Yeah, I see
4: everybody. I had one of my exes subscribe to me in the beginning and I was just like, "Uh, should I block him? I mean, you've seen my goodies before but just like, (laughs) I don't know. It was just like really uncomfortable. I don't know why. Mm. People from I had school with, they subscribe. They're like, oh my God, I had a crush on you in high school and I really like your stuff. (laughs) To the Mm. big bucks. I missed those useful.
0: They just trying to support, man. Even that ex, he trying to support you <laughs> in your new <laughs> endeavor, man. You probably yeah. do miss it too, but <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So what do you think about celebrities using the platform? Because I've seen a lot of controversy there as well. Some people think they're they're ruining it for everybody. There was a big controversy about, I think it was Bella Hadid who, who got on and got a couple M's but she wasn't really showing anything. It was like some goofy-ass lingerie pictures she was charging for. Um, Larissa Pippen is now on there. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife is now on OnlyFans, too. Uh, So, a lot of people are upset that these celebrities are coming in and hogging the bags for themselves, and they're not even posting good content. So, what's your take on that? Do you think that the the game's getting oversaturated with this celebrity stuff going on?
4: I definitely agree, but I also can't be mad because OnlyFans isn't just for pornographic stuff. It's literally for everybody, for singers, for actors, you know. So I can't be too mad. But when you're pretending to post new photos and videos, then it's just like, okay, now you're a scammer. You can't be doing that because now you fucking up our bag. And people going to think that, oh yeah, well she got this photo, this photo for like $5, $10, $50 or whatever. What if I unlock it and it's not even what I think it is. So... I think it was Bella Thorne that really fucked it up for everybody because now no, um, we have chargebacks on the site. So people can like call up their credit card companies or whatever and be like, yeah, I never made this purchase or I never got what I received from this person and charge it back. Like I had a guy the other day charge back over a hundred something dollar worth of content. I mm. was so pissed.
2: Mm. So do you lose that money if they do? Something yes, like
4: that. sometimes um, they'll let you keep it. But other times, they reverse it back to the people. So it comes out of your um, your balance. Mm. That hurt me. I was expecting to get paid and everything. It said, oh, you got to wait next week. It took out the money. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what's going on?
0: <sighs> yeah, chargebacks are fucking up the game everywhere. Like, even for people who are buying stuff and reselling, like, they're getting chargebacks, too. So now it's like, it's chargebacks are fucking up the the online selling game right now, man, I, I've noticed that it's, it's a cold world out there, man. Some people are scumbags. Yeah. Pay for all your content then act like they, they shit got hacked. <laughs> like, no, nigga. <laughs> you knew you subscribed <laughs> to OnlyFans when you got it. So, um, let me see. What else? Oh, okay. We talk about this a little bit. It, it's kind of hard to ask you this because your boyfriend got you on OnlyFans, but me and Figgy have debated, on whether or not, like, number one, if we would date somebody with an OnlyFans, and number two, if, if like, for example, Figgy is married. Like, if his mm-hmm. wife wanted to start an OnlyFans, would he be cool with it? Of course, he says no, but, <laughs> I mean, that's his wife. So so what's, what's your I'm take sure. on that? What's what's your take on couples, and, and, and do you think, like, let, let's say, for example, a woman, a man meets a woman, it gets real serious, And then eventually he's like, I want you to stop the OnlyFans. Do you think that's fair or do you think that's he just got to get used to when they accept it?
4: I think it depends on how consistent and how dedicated she is to it. Like, if I've been doing this before you and I'm making enough to survive and pay my bills or whatever, then I feel like you don't have a choice but to just let me continue to do it because this is what I'm doing and you have your job and I have my job. So that's just how it is. You have to respect me to um, and be able to trust me in a relationship, not to do no shady stuff. But I don't know. If I had a boy that did it. I don't know. I would probably look at him a little different. Like, you got an OnlyFans. You probably hold <laughs> oh, around.
0: Wait, wait a minute. Thing. Wait a minute. Wait. So why why <laughs> is that different, though? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why, why, why is it different if a man has it? You got to explain that part.
4: Okay, because for men, they're always looking for somebody to collab with. Like, I have a ton of creators in my DM. Like, oh, collab, collab, collab. Like, no, I don't know you. I don't want to have sex with you. Like, I don't even know you. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not me. You might have to ask somebody else to do that, but just not me. But I mean, I just feel like it's different for a girl because if a girl's doing it, she's probably just like, you know, really in it for the bag. And she's not trying to meet up with these people at all. But there's a bunch of different people. I know people that do meetups. I know a lot of people that don't do meetups. So whatever person you know you get into, you better ask them all the good questions that you need to. Mm.
2: So is the when you say collabs, are these collabs as far as like doing a video together or just meeting up and having yeah. sex? Oh doing the video? Okay.
4: Yeah. Videos, photos, um, themes and everything. I heard it all.
0: Mm. What's the nastiest? Because I'm sure you've gotten a lot of DMs and some people do requests in, in special videos, some people don't. Um, but w- what's the craziest thing you've gotten asked in a DM or the craziest w- request you've gotten? Like stepping on some eggshells or something, or like what's the craziest, weirdest <laughs> shit you've gotten in your in your DMs?
4: Okay. I would say the first weirdest thing. Is when this guy, he asked me for a custom. He was like, oh, can you read one of my stories naked? And at the time, I was just beginning. I'm like, I mean, hey, man, that's like $50. I could do that easily. But then I think now a lot of people ask me for scat videos. No, and, no. And I mean, I want to say I ain't going to lie. Those are probably like my favorite content to make because it's so easy. Like all I gotta do is record my shit <laughs> for like twenty dollars, bro. I-, I do it for free. Why not make some money off of it? They <laughs> mm. be okay. want me to ship it too, and I'm just like, I don't know about all of that, but Oh damn. Wait, somebody guy, asked you to ship it. Yeah, this there was this one girl and then this other guy, and they'd be like, oh, my God, I love your shit. Like, can you ship it to me and everything? This one guy, he lives in North Carolina. He was like, oh, well, if you go to this public bathroom and shit in there and tell me where you're at, and I'll come get it out the <laughs> toilet. What? Yes. Like. <laughs> Holy I'm not shitting in no public restroom. Like, that's first of all <laughs> second of all I'm not gonna let you know where I'm at like no
2: <laughs> damn you, shout out to Odell
0: Beckham
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> you should well, have you just like I mean,
4: type of stuff too?
0: you should have just went there waited till somebody else shitted and then said, "Hey, it's in this bathroom." And then they could have went and picked it up, and you wouldn't have to do nothing. But that's crazy! Yeah. Wow, there's some. <laughs> see, I, I be thinking I'm a freak, man. I be thinking like I'm in some crazy shit. But then you hear some of these stories, I'm like, "Damn, yeah. shipping shit, shit, that's crazy, man. That's wild." So
4: I can't, can't shame them, but you know everybody into their own little
2: thing. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what's the uh craziest thing somebody or i'm guessing that's probably the craziest thing somebody offered um uh, asked you to do yeah man <laughs> Damn, that's crazy oh
4: wait wait no i actually have another one it was this guy from my school it's kind of like a similar story but he was like oh i will pay you to shit in my mouth and use me as like a human toilet and I'm asking my boyfriend. I'm like, yo, like, I can really make a couple of hundred off of this shit. Like, would you be down if I do this? He was like, hell no. Nah. I don't even want you to do it. Get close to this nigga. Like, no, it's, it's not. And I'm like, I I gotta respect it. But I mean, I kind of want to do it. It's kind of interesting. Like, I ain't never tried no shit like that before. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Man, So have you ever um, been approached by like a celebrity or got a DM from a celebrity to do something?
4: Um... Not much like a celebrity. Well, actually, yeah, I had a little recent idea. Mm. He was no, talking okay. to me and, like some other girl. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'll fly you out to LA type shit." And I'm like, "I'm not into that. Like, I don't know you. Do you, mm. you Texting my phone. It was like, nah. But Dang. I so- networked with Pinky. Oh, hey, um, one legend. of my coaches <laughs> is. I don't know if you know her, but her name is like Miss Feed Me. Um, she's one of my coaches on OnlyFans. So I don't know if you would consider them like porn star celebrities, but
0: yeah. Okay, so are you and your boyfriend swingers? Have y'all done the swinging thing? No. <laughs> would you? So would, not, no. <laughs> So let's say like an Odell Beckham Jr. hit you up and said, hey, I'll pay you a few racks to come down here and, and lay it on me. Would you have to talk? Would your boyfriend be down with that, or would that be still too far? Let's say they are going. to You are going to pay you ten grand. I already ten know he's
4: grand. Going to be down for it. I already know he's not going to be down. He'd be like, I'm gonna shoot him. I'm gonna shoot you too. You can think <laughs> about doing Ten thousand dollars. Ten nah, thousand nah, dollars. What you just nah. wanted nah, to
0: be? Nah,
2: I, now is it because it's Odell Beckham? Is it? Uh, do it have to be like a normal nigga, or is it because no, just he's,
4: anybody? He know. We talked about three He's like. I will be down to watch you like do it, but no, because you don't even like you want to bring another girl in. I don't like girls. So I'm like, OK, well, like what about another guy? He's like, definitely not like I mean, I like guys. So that's a no. So no threesomes. We've been no. talking about orgies, but, you know, everybody around us is pretty boring. So mm. you know, no orgies for now.
0: Nah, you don't like girls.
4: I don't
0: like girls that's a damn shame that's
4: kind of shocking I damn <laughs> i'm, I'm kind of sad it's it seemed
2: like um, <laughs> it saying like in 2021 a lot of women are into other women and it's not like a a thing where you you know you be judged it's kind of normal to be honest right so I, I uh, you Thank know i'll be shocked whenever a woman said no nah, i have no interest in a woman at all <laughs>
4: Nice. maybe if it was like a young a young ma type of girl. Maybe because you know, like a dude, basically, (laughs) yeah, but Mm. just like a flat girl, just like somebody like me. No, I can't. That's
2: even more shocking because a lot of women are into beautiful, um, like curvy women with big asses, but they don't want to like
4: she's pretty, but just like being in a relationship with one and doing the nasty, nah. Mm.
0: I gotta call that out because that's that's one trend I see too. (laughs) Like I I feel like a lot of black women are fake lesbians. Like they they be acting like they they like even Nicki Minaj admitted she was doing the fake lesbian raps at one point. She's not in the girls like that. I feel like a lot of black women in particular, because I've been looking at the ones who be posting the freaky shit and you get to know them a little bit more, you approach the question and they like, they want to go to a strip club. They want to feel on a girl, but they don't want to actually go to the next level. I'm like, y'all, y'all faking the (laughs) funk, man. I don't like that. That don't mean we fake. That mean we
4: like (laughs) what we see. We can admit that the girl is beautiful. She's attractive. No, we like looking at butts, titties, all that shit too. But just, nah, I can't do it, big dog. I
0: can't. Yeah. Well, whenever, when, it's it's face, yeah. when it's time for her to sit on your face, suddenly nah. you, you When it's, on, you, when it's time on for her to
2: sit on your face. When when it's time her face. It when it's time for you to eat the pussy, it's like, <laughs> yep. nah, I'm not like that. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> eat <laughs> 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 me, but I don't
0: yeah. know. <laughs> 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 nah, I don't like that shit. I, I, I've been trying to get a... threesome popping off for the longest time but i can't do it man these women don't like women i'm not gonna do it with another dude either Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we're (laughs) we're stuck so so let's talk about your site a little bit um your site Mm -hmm. is black lux you spell black like uh space ghost perp and the raider clan spell black it's blvck lux and uh let's talk about some what are your what are some of your hot because I see you got a lot, you got lingerie here, you got the ones, yeah, That's a cute picture with the ones on too. Oh, you got you. the dildos, you got the handcuffs, you got the whips, you got a whole lot of stuff. What are your your best-selling products on the site?
4: My best-selling products would be my handcuffs, um, big willy, my <laughs> stimulate me vibrator, um my pink vortex, this little uh, clip sucker, and then um, my lingerie, I would say like my sugar baby set, and then my robes. Oh, and the rich bitch, because everybody like wearing that for their birthday.
0: Mm. No, okay. <laughs> okay, I see the paddle and all that too. <laughs>
2: it's funny, um, I, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit, so um, I did a, a a ad spot for Black Lux. And I, I was the one that had to read it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I mentioned Big Willie in it, which is kind of <laughs> hilarious. I
3: can't hey, wait to hear that shit now, man. Yeah,
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I might have to play it um, sometime soon just so we can laugh at it. But it's probably the funniest thing I ever did in my life, reading something off of a um, a sex site, pretty much. <laughs> a tweet, sex I love tweet. it.
4: It gives me WBLS vibes. <laughs> like, half <laughs> <at> the dark.
0: <laughs> Another thing I saw on this site that I thought was interesting, you have a, a pink pussycat sensual enhancement pill. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I thought that was interesting is this thing lasts up to 72 hours. Which, I mean, if you take an erection pill and it lasts for more than four, you gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> so, I'm wondering, like, when you take this pill, are you just down the fuck for 72 hours straight? Like, you, you don't even sleep on this shit? Like, what is this pill? Explain to me what this pill does for a woman.
4: Okay, so that's also one of my best salaries. Like, every girl go crazy over there. Um, for me, it doesn't work the 72 hours. Like, Sometimes it'll work. Maybe I have to mix it up with a little henny or something to get it kicking. But uh, usually when it does work, it like tingles you a little bit and it gets you like extremely horny um, and then you just go crazy on the dick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I know other people are different. They're like, yeah, I woke up and I'm still horny. But, you know, everybody is different in their own way. So mm. I think I'm just used to everything. So nothing works for me anymore
0: desensitized i've been there <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the longest session you've had sexually
4: that's crazy because we was just talking about this the other day i think two hours maybe okay. i want to say two hours max because can i tell you I have this quick story right now yeah um uh-huh. I had a friend, and we were asking this question. He was like, yeah, the longest he had sex for one round was eight hours. I'm like, there is no way you're having sex for one round, no breaks, no water breaks, no nothing for eight hours. Like, how does the coochie even stay wet for that long? Just like, in and out. How are you still hard for eight hours straight? Like, I just don't believe it. That's a whole work shift, and you're not getting paid for it. So, like, (laughs) we're like, that's cap. That's definitely cap. Like, I feel like two, three hours max
2: around should be uh, that's a that's a little high right there
4: <laughs> right but yeah. that's max like you're pushing yeah, not, it <laughs> yeah
2: two or three hours non-stop now i understand that you know you go going and then you fall asleep wake up and go again and mm-hmm. fall asleep wake up and go again. that type of thing but damn three hours <laughs> of humping that's,
4: that's that's the max you gotta really be into it like sensual and that type of vibe for it to be, I want to say three hours. Mm. But I'd be ready to get in there and get out. I can't be doing all this for a long time. S-
2: same here. I'm I'm about to be
0: 33. <laughs> got, You're like, back on blowout, yeah, man. I ain't, yeah, got, you know? I
2: ain't got nothing to
0: prove. I proved that
2: 10 years ago. <laughs> so ain't, ain't nothing <laughs> to prove.
0: <laughs> the two hour, two hour is like a... Uh, a vacation and y'all both drunk and y'all both having mm-hmm. a good time and like fuck it, we we gonna spend about two hours and then just collapse and fall asleep afterwards. Yeah. But some people be acting like they they be having sex for two hours every night. I'm like there, there's no way, man. There's no yeah. way. No. Y'all y'all ain't get tired of shit it. after like thirty <laughs> minutes.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Once every couple of days is good enough for me, but not every day. That's
0: too much. Nice. So every having sex every day is too much for you. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, what's the most
2: what's the most you have sex uh, during the week? What's what's your limit?
4: Mm, If I'm in that mood, then I want to say like three, four times a week. But I want to say the average is usually twice a week. (laughs) Okay. 'Cause I, I, I'm good without it. I be focused on my business and doing what I need to do. I feel like sex takes too much time out my day where <laughs> I could be making money. I mean I could be making money with the sex, but
3: Yeah. yeah. That's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, I always wondered that because um I think we talked about this on the podcast too, uh, as far as like dating a, would you date a porn star type of thing. Um mm-hmm. do you feel like um i see how I'm trying to say this. Um <laughs> I guess I guess with a uh a, a porn star do you do you have the same performance um on your per- in your personal time with your significant other um like you do in videos or is that or with your personal guy you kind of like uh ah, you know let's you know get it over type of thing because I That's I I always me. wonder that because when you look at porn stars they you know they're pretty much performing so right. I wonder. I'm wondering, do they get that same type of performance at home?
4: It's not the same versus being on camera. Like when it's just us and no cameras on, uh, it's I like it. It's actually better because you know you don't have to worry about the ring light being bright as hell and if the cameras recording. I feel like when the cameras are on, it's more of like you're acting and you want to get this right angle or you want to get this scene done you gotta wear this and it's just not the same like it just feels real fake to me So that's kind of why i stopped making videos for the moment cause it's just like i don't want no fake sex i want something real and authentic
2: yeah so um uh, well, can you kind of walk us through a, a scene of how you put together uh <laughs> like a sex scene because <laughs> because to a, a regular nigga like me it's like oh they just go in there and have sex <laughs> and get recorded But how do it go, how much work it is making a set tape, like an official set tape?
4: Okay. So sometimes if we are just in the middle of a sex, sometimes he'll just pull out the phone and just start recording. Like, that's cool. But there's other days where we like, we see videos on Twitter and we're like, oh my God, we want to recreate this. Um, we'll plan it out. i like, okay, well, we want to do this type of angle and we probably want to make a video for this long. And we want to film it in this room with this type of light. Got to have the ring light. We got to have both our phones in different angles. It's just a lot to go into it. You got to market yourself on Twitter and all these other different sites. You got to edit. Edit is probably the worst thing and I hate it so much. Editing takes so long, but... Once you do that, you just got to post it on your different sites and market and you have to be consistent on the daily. And it's a job. Rarely it's a job. Sex work is not easy. Do,
2: do you ever get offended when you see um, women be like, oh, yeah, I need to uh, be a porn star or I need to post nah. my sex tape? Because I, <laughs> like, like you say, it's, it's it's hard work. And uh I don't think all sex tapes are great. You know what I mean? Especially the right. amateur ones. But um do you do you kind of get offended when people just think it's easy like that? Where it's like it, what get me offended? It, I guess in our field is when people say, "Oh, we should start a podcast." Like, "Oh, we we talk we talk in the group chat all the time. We should start a podcast." Do you feel that that similar way when it comes to women saying, "Oh, I should I should do a sex tape?"
4: no not at first because i already know that's how basically everybody usually starts like oh my god well i want to do this and then once they actually get into it and they understand how much hard work it is they're like all right like i respect these women for what they do (laughs) it's kind of like strippers like oh my god everybody wants to be a stripper Uh being a stripper is hard work you know how strong they gotta be like you gotta be in shape put your mind to it and you can get it done Then go ahead
0: all right, all right. So yeah, all, all y'all women out there faking the funk, you you got to do the work. You can't just <laughs> say, all right, here here's my titties out. Give me twenty dollars. No, y'all y'all got to put a little more work in. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it works for some people. I wouldn't say that it's easier for some people than others, but that's just how life is. Why,
2: why that's do you, true. Why do you think it's easier for some people? Do it, do it have to do with you know the way they look or following?
4: Yeah. Okay. It's way easier for white women. Like they could be the most mediocre white woman on the planet. They post they titties and they have like 13k likes, and it's crazy to me. Like us black women, you know, we always have to put the work in, literally for everything in life. So we're just going by seeing everybody blowing up and just us just you know not getting any love, not even from black people ourselves, because they be trying to do us dirty and cheap. it's just so crazy. Trying to be cheap, yeah, at times, real yeah. cheap. They be trying to play us, and they be like, oh, I got money. All right, then let me see it. You're like, send a mm-hmm. picture of some stacks. Oh, send me a video first, and then I'll see you $5. No, that's not how it works. You don't walk out the <laughs> store with your chips and then pay later. Yeah, This is not Amazon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even Amazon, you got to pay first, man. I, I don't know how that shit yeah, people, people got weird reasoning, but I feel that way in, in, in a lot of things, especially because I'll I be I'm a little bit of a gamer. So I'll be watching some Twitch streams and always the cute little white woman got the most followers and mm-hmm. the, everybody else is struggling and they don't even be good at this shit. They just be on there talking and yeah, they they mm-hmm. they, they they be hogging up. It, it's easier for some people. Unfortunately, we got to show mm-hmm. our. Our black women some more love people don't be cheap on them either you know you're paying them white women yeah. more
2: support support <laughs> black people man this is a black owned sex tool um sex store support
0: yes yeah. y'all got to y'all got to i like the products on here too man like i said pandemics everything's opening up we we dating again it's a, a it's not a white boy summer no more. It's <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this summer is called, but it it's something going down. So yeah, everybody check out uh dot com uh, b l v c k lux l u x dot com. Uh, a, a great assortment of things there. And, and what what would you recommend for somebody who who's just trying to to explore their freaky side for the first time and maybe yeah. hasn't done it before? What, what what product would you would you recommend for them?
4: I would recommend stimulate me if you're just now getting to like regular stuff. That's just a regular um, vibrator, um, big Willy. You know, I feel like that's kind of like a starter dildo. It's a little bigger than most, but once you put those two together,
0: oh yeah. Wait, why? Why is that is a starter dildo?
4: dildo? Um, it's I, not big I think enough. That's the only dildo I have at the moment. <laughs> like, I have some more dildos coming soon, but I think that's probably the only one on my site relief so yeah i'm gonna just call that the starter for right now until i upgrade and expand and yeah <laughs>
2: do you so uh, i gotta oh go, ahead. oh go ahead go ahead
0: i was gonna ask you because that got me thinking because that thing looks big on your website but you're saying it's a starter so i'm wondering so so what is yeah, I the AD, I,
4: I could pull it out
0: Okay, okay, okay. Uh what what is the so first off, how big is that thing and how, what is the ideal size for cause I know this is a tired question. I don't even like asking it. Like, does size matter? But what is the ideal size for you for a dude? And don't say ten inches are better because I'm gonna cut off this interview right now.
4: <laughs> I don't like big dick. I feel like big dick, dick is just very overrated and I'm a I'm good with a little six, seven inches. That's good for me, a little average.
2: Okay, I okay. Little, I, was, I was, yeah, I was about to, <laughs> I was actually about to ask the same thing. What's the biggest you could go?
4: So, so eight. Bucks, eight. I think my boyfriend's eight and he's kind of big and something smaller than that fits me just right. Like this, this is, this thing is close to eight. And then oh, okay. this is probably like, I want to say six. And this is probably like my favorite doodle. Like I could do a lot on this one that versus this one. So, okay. Anyway. Okay,
2: okay,
0: okay,
4: fellas, you got a chance.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ain't gotta be a porn star. <laughs> Don't listen to these women out here saying you gotta have no foot long porno ass thing, man. They they lying it's
3: out here. <laughs> <You> <laughs>
2: <overrated>. <laughs>
0: yes, it's good yes. to look
3: at,
4: but not to
2: fuck. <laughs> what's what's the uh, um, why is it? Um, I guess not good to fuck, I guess.
4: Okay, well, I'm gonna say for me, because I'm pretty small, I'm 5'2. Um, I'm built just tiny. I would to say my cootie's kind of tiny too. So, just like <laughs> having some big guy with a big weebie just ram into my little hole like that's you ever seen that little train going to the tunnel? That's how it <laughs> be. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. I need something that's just gonna fit right in and you know, we make it work.
0: All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I see a lot of cap. That's another thing you see a lot of cap on Twitter for, man. A lot of men (laughs) feeling insecure now because these women acting like if you ain't 11 inches or better, don't even don't even hit up my DM like this. Come on now. That's like two percent of men ever. (laughs) But whatever. Um
4: (laughs) Then when they get them, they don't know what to do with them
0: exactly <laughs> that too that too they, they ain't uh, they ain't, their ride game be whack and that's one thing i gotta call that out now too because i'm thinking about that now too uh i feel like a lot of women's sex game is lacking a, a lot of women think that a lot of women be kind of fake freaks a lot of women act like they're down for certain things but uh, when, when you get them in that situation you find out okay that somebody lied to them because they were just happy to get some. So it was like, yeah, girl, you're the best I ever had. So what 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 would you recommend for a woman to maybe trying to up her sex game, maybe trying to spice up her and not just in terms of products on your site, but what would you recommend for a woman who's trying to up her sex game and, and please her man a little more? Like, what, what would you recommend to get her started on that?
4: Um, I think she would probably have to be open to the idea of actually like, doing different things in the bedroom. So maybe, like, put some handcuffs in. We have a really good um BDSM type kit. It's called the Red Room Bag. So you get handcuffs, blindfolds, rope, all those different type of things. And put that in the bedroom and you're going to spice up your life. So I think something like that would be good. But she got to be down and open. It's like dick upside down. Use some ass. The guy got to be open too. because there's a lot of guys, they say they freaked. And they don't do nothing. They really lick toes. Like if I want to put my foot in your mouth, you gotta lick little something. But if not, then you your boring. eat my ass something. Damn.
0: <laughs> that, that's no that's normal though at this point. That's yeah. not even nothing for us. No, a, some, <laughs> a lot of guys. Some guys feel like eating
2: like, like, coochie uh, is f- freaky.
4: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> like it was freaky maybe back in ninety nine, <laughs> but <laughs> but now that's kind of a must. <laughs> <laughs> that's mandatory
0: so so, since you brought that up I gotta ask this too uh, cause I've heard this as well and I think it's wild Um, I understand some dudes gotta be more open I think pegging is too far but I've Uh, seen some women be down for it and and say that men need to be more open to it and and that it's not (laughs) sus as they say so what are your thoughts on that like have you done that and would you do it if you haven't
4: I haven't done it but I would like to do it. Like, that kind of just excites me. Like, why not peg somebody? I don't know. Maybe because I haven't done it before and I'm just, like, fantasizing, but I would do it. Y'all wouldn't do it?
0: No. Oh, no. that, that's, that's,
2: that's so like, I wouldn't. That's a bridge too far. I never did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> me and my wife, me and my wife kind of old school. <laughs> like, she don't even like her toes being touched. No wow. So, so yeah, so that was I, me for a while. Yeah, so I never. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. I'd be joking around like I'm about to lick her toes, and she'd be like, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then, um, I guess recently, um, you, you remember when it was a trending topic of, top of wild women eat ass, and she was just so disgusted by that. So
3: she,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she, she a little, she a little old school when it comes to that. <laughs>
0: I'm down for almost anything, but pegging is just too far for me. Like you can't put on a dildo. That that's 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 too, that's a <laughs> that, that's a bridge too far for me, man. I'm down for um, just about anything else, but I can't go that far. Yeah. Let me let so me ask. you get
4: your ass eight, too?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, like, look. We, we've had it. We had to cut this out the podcast. We talked about it once before, but <laughs> we cut it out the podcast. But I, I feel like anything a woman does to a man without with her natural body is, is fine. I just think that putting on the plastic attachments is going too far. And that's too much like basically something a man would do. But anything a woman does to thankful. you. Yeah, I, I think that's just natural. I think it's fine. I, I don't yeah, I, I I'm open to anything like that. But the dildo thing, the pegging thing is just too far. But yeah, yeah. That, that that's just normal to me, man. But may, yeah. maybe I'm just
2: weird. See, I see I wouldn't do that, but um I feel like if you it, I think it's different when you marry I feel like when you marry, I think I feel like you could do anything with the woman long, mm-hmm. long as it's with your significant other. So, um, but right. I think the problem is a lot of people don't be with the person like that, and so when they offer something like that, then the other person is like, Ugh, "No, I'm like this dude weird," <laughs> and it's like, "Damn, like now this dude is exposed because he like his butt played with or something." <laughs> but I I think once you uh, you're married or with somebody that you really trust and is and going to be with, not just a regular one night stand or something i think all uh, i think all is fair game for real for real it's, it's all about what I you agree. what you want what you like and um, what make you feel comfortable
4: definitely you have all the time in the world if you're gonna be with this person so why not try some stuff out you know spice up your life
2: mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's not like you're going out there trying to find an, uh, a man or something or cheat or something like right. that if it's it's, if if it's with the wife then who I mean who cares it, it shouldn't even be out there anyway it should be personal <laughs> but who who cares if you you know you're not being unfaithful
4: right
0: yeah just make sure you don't do it with a petty woman remember remember when uh, uh Amber Rose called Kanye a fingers in the booty ass bitch remember yes. that yeah
2: <laughs> and see that and see that's the stuff I'm talking about I know they was in a relationship but when you're not That's with the crazy. person that, you know, you trust or, you know, going to be with for a long time type thing, then you get something like that where it's just like, damn, I didn't, you know, we didn't did everything. And now as soon as I piss you off, now you got the Twitter fingers. It's public
0: <laughs> information. <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> now, how, how dare she kink shame that man like that? I didn't like that.
4: Right. How are you going to call nah. him out and use a part of the act too?
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. you was the one doing yeah. it. Now selling You put your you
4: wanna... fingers in his booty hole.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does yeah. that make you then? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's like Vivica. The a booty diggers.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> digging
0: for gold. Like you can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't
4: saying
2: she a gold digger. <laughs> she digging for
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh <laughs> I I have one more question. It is a a very common sex question, but it it is almost uh, well. It is uh, International Sex Day, I guess, is six nine. I always thought six nine was a whack position, especially (laughs) I'm I'm like Drake. I like my girls BBW, so I can't be doing those 69 most of the time for too long. (laughs) But uh, what are your favorite positions? And do you think any are overrated? Like, how do you feel about the positions and what's your favorite personally?
4: I like 69. I think that's straight. Uh, My favorite probably be Doggy. I like getting it from the back. Or reverse. Um, Missionary. I feel like Missionary is very overrated. I feel like that's everybody's favorite. And it's just like... You got to have a good angle for it to be good. But he's just on top. And he's just like ramming it. And it's just... Sometimes it's just not pleasurable. Um, Maybe when like y'all hugging... I don't know. I think this is like more of like a floor position, but it's just like y'all just close together and she on top riding. That's a really good position. Y'all should try that. I like
0: that a lot. <laughs>
2: That's the uh right. baby boy position, right? <laughs> <With Joey> Mama, <laughs> The way she was getting it with Melvin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the one where he's like picking her up that one. Yeah, that's
4: my favorite. Yeah,
0: that's that. I I gotta (laughs) work on my muscle mass. I'm trying to get there, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I need some.
2: Are you are you a fan of um anal?
4: Um, Not really. Like I'm training to get there, but it's not my cup of tea as of right now.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Do you think it's an acquired taste or do you think some people just like it and some don't?
4: Um, I think everybody probably has to try it at least once and maybe get used to it because I feel like it gets better as you like keep training and then, you know, it goes in easier but like just the beginning stages, it's kind of horrible. Like, oh my god, why is this thing in my booty hole? Like, what the <laughs> Shit is supposed to come out the opposite way, not go in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard when a woman hasn't properly like waxed there too, because the hair is be getting in the way sometimes. I, I don't like that. The, the waxing got to be on point. That's one thing too. The waxing got to be on point. In
4: the way and she bushy. I don't know if she got a little stubble or nothing. Nah, I, I <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it, it gotta be wax for me man I, I, I don't know about the the stubble feel weird especially when you go on raw uh, i don't like it <laughs> but <laughs> what, what was your? okay uh,
4: i got a question for y'all right. so i've been hearing some things do guys like fresh vagine i call it vagina vagine mm-hmm. so fresh vagine or like slightly musty, like she's been out all day and got a little twain to it. What do y'all prefer? That,
2: that was the Twitter debate all week, I want to say, or for the past two weeks, <laughs> I've seen that.
0: <laughs> I mean, for me, it depends. Uh, as long as you got a good smell down there, like I don't care if you just ran a mile outside. Like if, it, if it's <laughs> <laughs> nice and nice and moisturized and uh, marinated, I don't mind that. But you've been with I've been with some girls and like you could tell the hygiene just wasn't there. So I'm like, oh, no, mm-hmm. no I can't. That can't happen. <laughs> pH balance. But I can't have them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as long as a hygiene on point. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it either way it comes. I'll take it fresh out the gym or after a shower whatever. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll make it work if the hygiene on point.
2: As long as the pH balance is good.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't oh, want no harmful no, smells.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with Rocket. Um you could kind of tell when a woman is uh, like her hygiene is up to par even if she had a long day. <laughs> but sometimes you could tell um when people don't really take care of themselves. And it's like, "Wait a minute, hold on. Like this ain't <laughs> I'm not really feeling this." So, um yeah, so I think it depends how well they take care of themselves. They don't have to be fresh out the shower for me to do something with it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, as long as you take care of yourself, I'm I'm good mm-hmm. with either doing
4: seasoning into it. No hurt nobody. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a little twang, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I got to reverse. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta <laughs> ask you to reverse then too. So do you do you prefer a man to be more shaved or like how? Because a lot of men. I mean, uh, I would assume people take care of themselves, but. Do uh, you do you prefer men like just shave every day or be clean down there? Like, what do you, do you think men in general are as hygienic as they should be about the general area, or do you think they need to step it up in that area?
4: I think majority of men my age need to step it up a little bit more. I like somebody that's waxed. Like, I just start getting my boyfriend for him to wax down there because you no know, wax is better than getting shaved. Mm-hmm. So, a little little meat down there. It's all good. That's to hurt out. though. That yeah. don't
2: I actually tried that. Me and my wife, we, we had like a wax machine and um, I actually tried it. I tried a piece. I couldn't even go through with the whole thing, man.
0: <laughs>
2: I was on the floor crying and she like, I ain't even pull, I ain't even pull the wax off yet. And I'm sitting there like, ah! I'm screaming from the top of my lungs, man. <laughs> now y'all you know what females so, go to. And, yeah, and I'm not even, I'm like You know, in my mid session, I'm not like. There's no way in hell I'm waxing my balls or
4: nothing. (laughs) That's probably
2: the. I didn't even get to all that part. I'm like, nah, I can't do this.
0: Yeah, I, I'll shave, but I haven't tried waxing yet. I don't know that. I feel like it would hurt too much. I, I don't know. Like, ugh, giving getting no. your balls waxed, ugh. Do, do you, do no. boyfriend-
4: you guys to get the balls waxed, so y'all just got to get the top and then the little butthole area, and then y'all be straight. The first time oh, okay. always hurts. But eventually, after a while, it gets better.
2: Okay. Do your boyfriend go to, like, a shop to do that?
4: Yeah, we go to this place together. I put him on. And he hasn't done it in a while. But when he started getting paid more, are we going back? Mm, okay. He do a little nair stuff. I don't want no stubble. I want it fresh off.
0: <laughs> Meat
4: off the bone.
0: <laughs> <Tender>. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel you. I feel you. I wow, can cut that there. Unless you had something else to ask.
2: Yeah. No, I was going to ask one more thing. I'm thinking of all type of shit now. What was the worst <laughs> what was your worst sex experience ever? Good question.
4: Uh my worst
2: Yeah, something uh it don't have to be like oh if <laughs> he was just quick or whack or something. What was the the uh worst experience as far as like y- y'all had sex but you know this happened or just that
4: happened. In. Yeah. I right, so I want to say one time in high school i was probably like 17. i was talking to this guy who was like 23 24 ish and i didn't know that he was a virgin he kept telling me he was a virgin but i'm just like i don't believe it like you're like 24 how are you a virgin like what is going on here so i slid to his crib like he picked me up and everything and then we make it to do what it do. And then during it, it was just like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, like, he dead ass a immersion. Like, what is going on here? And it was just not enjoyable. And I just rode over and went to sleep. And I was just like, this is probably, like, the worst time I've ever had in my life. I woke up and my back was hurting. I'm like, how my back hurting? He ain't putting no work. Like, what is going on? I was so confused.
2: Why was it so bad? What did he so do that was so bad?
4: I don't even remember, but I just knew like that was the worst body I ever had in my life. Oh no! Horrible. It was just not. He didn't know what he was doing. Mm. That's so okay. You I will give it. That, that was his first time.
2: You got to te- teach him.
0: You gotta, yeah, you could have put him on game. You could have been his a uh, pussy godmother or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you could have really put him on. I was game too young
4: for him. me to be teaching this grown ass man something. Oh no. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah so every everybody check out uh the site blacklux blvcklux.com uh, get your freak on a little bit man it, it, we we outside again this summer it's gonna be a hot summer as cameron once infamously said <laughs> so everybody everybody go ahead check out the site black owned, black operated check out the only fans mm-hmm. too what's the only fans link
4: Miss So M I S S F R O S T I I dot com. Okay. Miss Frosty. Find me
0: on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, man.
4: Mm-hmm. Get at me.
2: What, what are some things Support on there like business? business? What are some things on there people can be um looking forward to when they subscribe or why yeah, they should subscribe? <laughs> um hmm. I got
4: some good news. My videos are like that. Like, we actually put thoughts into our videos. Um, I squirt sometimes. I'm a cleaner, so I have a lot of clean videos, solo videos. So just check out. See what you like. If you like it, then, you know, stay. If you don't, then, you know, you can leave. Just don't <laughs> charge your money back because I'm going be <laughs> Like, dang.
2: Don't do that shit, man. That shit is so damn funny, right. man. Like, like if you pay for it, pay for it, <laughs> it it's a right. whole bunch of times I didn't pay for shit and uh came out with nothing you know what I mean, so like don't yeah, don't do that. <laughs>
0: And I'm calling everybody out. If you if you pay for a podcast, if you pay for the Joe Budden podcast, if you pay for the yes. Maul and Rory response to the Joe Budden podcast, <laughs> you can pay for OnlyFans. I see a lot of people acting like they, I would never pay for, pay porn. for
2: porn.
0: But yeah. if you pay for everything else, that's stupid. You know how many dumb purchases I make in a day? A lot. I buy <laughs> fast food I don't need. I, I, we, we buy things on, so, on social media that we just see. N- niggas buying podcasts, you can buy OnlyFans, man. It's like, yeah. Come on, pay the people, pay the women, support black women, support the sex workers. They they working out hard out here, man. They are working hard in a lot of ways. So yeah. y'all support I, that. Yeah. Y'all gotta
2: and I hate to excuse that. I uh, I ain't paying for porn and all this other shit. No nah, man, if it's somebody you really like that's on Instagram and they they give you the opportunity to see them personally, type thing on a um, personal level when it comes to the videos and pictures, pay for it. Don't sit there and scarf at it like oh i'm too good <laughs> to watch porn like come on man
4: maybe my dm I, accent for free stuff too and it's just like you have all this free stuff on twitter and on Pornhub. Mm. why are you asking me <laughs> for more free stuff like you better enjoy the free stuff that i gave you don't get greedy now <laughs>
0: A hundred percent, and I think it's different because uh, people are gonna be the women who who sell a lot and are more famous. Of course, people are gonna look for the free stuff there. But when it's somebody like more local that you know, you gotta support that man. People gotta stop tripping on that shit. It, it ain't cost too much. So, and I'd rather pay the woman directly than pay. Let's say, remember back in the day, you had to buy a DVD. And yeah. it'll be like Brian Pomper or some nigga selling the DVDs. Like I don't yeah. wanna pay a nigga for porn. I'd rather pay the woman who actually put in the work.
2: It go right to her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: And it be
4: Pocket Change, $3, $5. That's not bad. You get to see most of the stuff on the timeline anyway. So
1: yeah,
2: yeah. it is just cheap. Yeah. And just yeah, just uh yeah, support winner, man. i I might I might have to support. I ain't gonna lie. I might have to pay for it. Yeah, I might have to pay for them.
0: Yeah, a, a tell, tell your wife it's for research, okay? Let her yeah. know. Hey, it's for the podcast. <laughs> podcast okay. I don't I want to get him in trouble. <laughs> I got
2: to do a little homework for the podcast.
4: <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. I
4: don't nah, want no br- text messages. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm coming to you as a woman. <laughs> oh, no. I,
4: block delete. I'm a, I might just lie. I've seen a bunch of the tweets and they're like, yeah, just lie to the girl. They're like, yeah, I was fucking with your man. that," And then block her.
0: Hmm. So. Oh, wow. hey,
4: man, somebody ever come to me as a woman. <laughs> Just know I'm doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that kind of genre, them problems, man. That's that's too much. But yes, yeah, so everybody check out Miss Frosty. Check her out on Twitter. Check her out on OnlyFans. Check out the site Black Lux. We'll be sponsoring the uh, What A Bro Knows every week We'll be bringing that back. Maybe have some special guests too. You never know. We might we might mix it up a little bit. But yeah. thank you again, Winner, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Had a good, 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 enlightening conversation about things we've been wanting yeah, to get thank
4: off you our for chest. Having me. So <laughs> <It's an> honored.
0: <laughs> yeah, appreciate you joining us, and, and we'll see you again soon. So take care.
4: All
0: right. You too. Oh, uh, yeah. Y'all know what that means. It means yeah. it's time to wrap up. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jay Prince, you said it, man. <laughs> it means that that sultry sound it means it's time for us to wrap up another edition of the Gems and Juice podcast. We'd like to thank our special guest winter. Make sure you go check out uh blacklux.com Check her out on OnlyFans. You may know, all know y'all be subscribing to the OnlyFans, man. Y'all need to stop capping. <laughs> I-, I seen y'all history on Twitter. <laughs> Y'all be liking the post mm-hmm. Go ahead break some bread off man <laughs> And support a black owned business Yep yeah. um, Also thank you all our day ones Thank you Jasmine for all you've been doing On the promotional ends Helping out the podcast We appreciate that as well uh, Check us out YouTube The interview with Winter is on our YouTube page Subscribe to that bitch yeah, Subscribe to subscribe. Subscribe, don't be scared. <laughs> Subscribe, like, follow, do what you got to do. Support the podcast, man. And shit, I think that's about it. <laughs> so until next week, man.
3: Peace.